Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with fight for better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Happy New Year, everybody. Year. Welcome to 2022. This is Grapsity. And it is January 1st, 2022. Now I know what you're thinking. I thought y'all weren't going to do a show this week. Uh, I thought that was going to be a best of. And you know what? There was. But we couldn't leave y'all hanging. We're here. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do our thing. Because I'm Will Washington. And Phil Lindsay's also here. Hey, I'll say it. I missed you guys, man. I missed you guys. I don't know if you can hear... I saw my man Will had to mute the mic. I was I was behind singing my man's theme song. I was like, "Let's go, bro! Let's get it." Boys is in the building, man. We are back. Happy New Year. We are here, bro. Yeah, righteous Reg also here in the building. Your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. The game is the game. We weren't here. I was gonna sleep in, and then the (laughs) people said. No way, my brothers. I need you three brothers to be up and at it because the wrestling world is on fire. Listen. So, you know what? We appreciate y'all being with us here on a, this Saturday morning. <laughs> it's 2022. So, it's crazy out here. Happy New listen, Year. Listen, there was a point last night where I kept seeing people like, man, Grapsity's got to record. Like, what are you guys going to say? And it kind of felt like, um, you know, in the Josie and the Pussycats movie where like she like takes off like the headphones and like the rest of the crowd is doing it too and she's like whoa whoa and it, it felt like that like i was mm-hmm. looking around like whoa yeah like <laughs> what's going every on every tweet i was like yo wait oh they're like reg what about you oh what's phil gonna do oh i'm like yeah we're not dodging any conversations and no, you know first off any. first off i just want to say you know our condolences to trisha dora yeah. um you know had a loss in her family today, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, all, you know, well wishes go to her, man. It's a tough situation to come into the new year with that. Um, and yeah, we're supporting you. We're supporting the champ. Yeah. Love out to Trish as always a uh, big loss. It's a crazy way to start the year. Um, we're just going to support from afar and hope that everything's all right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I hope everybody is, 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 coming into 2022 safe and sound uh you know i i spent my whole new year's at home um (laughs) with my kids uh having a good time we played mario party like all night uh (laughs) that's great so yeah yeah, it sounded like world war ii outside in oakland it's fireworks it's gunshots it's uh, explosions i'm like are y'all filming a michael bay movie outside there what <laughs> is going on here it was crazy a crazy night of stuff i stayed inside hiding behind things because i don't where these <laughs> where do the bullets go that's my hide, question the whole hide, time like, yo, where the fuck do these bullets hide, go bro? hiding behind things just you know 
rubbing a few uh, Boston beans in his hand and going, yeah, I'm <laughs> saying. leave me alone. So as if there's a scientist, uh, uh, somebody who knows about heat, tell me in the comments, where do the bullets go? They got to come down. They don't just stop in the air like fucking where, some where movie, do, The Matrix or some shit. Where does the poop go? <laughs> Great question. And hey, I want to let everybody know that um, being that this is Grapsity, being that we are live on a Saturday, um, that uh, we do the show live every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. We can be found at youtube.com slash Fightful. Uh, and we also, throughout the show, we read your chats. We read your humper chats. We read your super chats. Although... People have been wondering what I've been staring at over here. Uh, I somehow got logged out of the, the Streamlab solution for Humper Chats. And so I've been trying to get back in, and I can't at the moment. Uh, so, uh, Jeremy, if you're watching, can you DM me this, uh, the Humper Chats throughout the show? Uh, that would really help me. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't see them. And coming in That's how the Grapsity boys starting it. I mean, 2022 <laughs> out the gate, you know how we do yes. it. Uh, but... Uh, the we do have plenty of super chats. Want to read those out of the way? Uh, first, we got. Uh, let's go to let's see what the very first one because y'all were here early. Mm. <laughs> uh, there's so I, I am like scrolling way up. Uh, we got a shout out um, to the homie Jesse. Uh, just just the heart. Uh, always appreciate that. Thank you, Jesse. Jesse. I was talking with Jesse this morning because I was. Uh, not in a, a great place this morning, and I'll explain why um, in just a little bit. Oh my uh, and, goodness And gracious. I will say that as 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 one of my close friends, one thing is Jesse is really great at is uh, bringing me back down to earth sometimes. And like sometimes, if I'm just like, "What the fuck?" Uh, she's really good to. <laughs> she's really good with that. Because Phil and I are like, man, what the fuck, too? What? Man, it's crazy out here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and I'm sorry, but Jeremy just popped in. And he's, he's, he's here helping us out, and I appreciate that. Jeremy, so thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank yeah, you. Hey. Thank. He helped us out earlier. Me and, he sent me and Phil a DM like, yo, he's he's been on fire this morning. Yeah, no, appreciate him. Shout, yeah. shout out to the point guy, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, yeah, and we just got another one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go through, read some of the super chats, and you can send us your super chats, uh, super chats dot, or at um, youtube.com. Uh, but we prefer the Humper chats. Um, Jeff says, hello, friends. Wishing the whole Fightful roster and viewers a happy, healthy, and amazing 2022. Cheers. Appreciate uh, you, Jeff. Thanks for the uh, comments and things the last couple days. Shout out to Jeff, man. Jeff is Jeff is really cool on Twitter, man. He's one of the few. He's one not one of the few, but he's one of the people that interacts all the time, and he's always cool, man. Shout out mm -hmm. to Jeff. Yep, and uh, shout out to the homie Chris. Uh, happy New Year, guys. He's the good doctor. Uh, good luck in twenty twenty two. Swole rules. Um, facts, said, facts, facts. Uh, said first Grapsity for me, and this is from uh, Anakin JMT. Uh, says uh, knew this was a must listen, so thank you for the super chat on your Appreciate first rapid. You. Yes, thank you for dope. the support. Thank you for thank the support, you. sir. JJ, the distraction head. Uh, says it's a happy new year with the Grap City podcast. JJ, uh, appreciate you all the time, all the time. The retweets, all the stuff, man. You're the best, Carlos. Grap City are for the people. Happy new year, guys. That's a huge fact. Yeah. We are here because of the people. We were we off today, yeah, truly. It was we our were off day. today. Uh, I'm supposed to be asleep right now, mm -hmm. especially because it snowed last night 
and uh, it's just cozy over there, huh? No, I don't. <laughs> so here's the thing: I don't want to get out and shovel, but I know mm, I have to. I see. Uh, and... So if you're up, that means you got to be out there. Got yeah. You. <laughs> so uh, we also got uh, Chris says uh, Happy New Year, guys. Vita, and... what's up, bro? What's good, buddy? Uh, let's see what else we got here. And there goes my ten fifteen alarm that I gotta remember to stop letting go off on Saturdays. But I swear, every Saturday <laughs> every on this week, show, every, every week day, my ten fifteen alarm uh, yeah. hits. Yeah, and so uh, I Since think I'm gonna turn that off. I, mean, I can't forget to turn it off. Uh, those people. Uh, let's see. We got my watch a WWE show tonight. Yeah, <laughs> we got D'Lo says as someone who lost their mom to a stroke, I can only imagine how hurt she is. My prayers to the Queen Trisha. Shout out to you too, D-Lo. That's a that's Shout huge, out to man. Like we just sending love out to everybody. Moms. Uh, yeah, and uh, the Hebekin? Hebekin? Uh says, imagine being Trisha Dora, Keith Lee, Mia Yim, or Shane Taylor and Gresham looking at Tony Khan's tweet last night. How are you so insecure to let a little objective criticism cost you and your company so much credibility? We've got a lot to discuss on uh, that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dante said, regardless of what you think is right, a boss shouldn't be tweeting disparaging remarks about a former employee, especially after they said a fair criticism. Very unprofessional. All it does is distract from the performers. Uh, let's see. We've got another one. Uh, Alyssa says, a diverse roster must also be equitable. Invest the same energy in... Uh, women and BIPOC as you do with men uh, and white wrestlers. These um, are all valid points. Uh, we have Brian who says the only good thing about the situation is it gets us a bonus edition of U3. Happy New Year. Hey, Another um, valid point. Another valid point. <laughs> so, uh, CM says, sad to see some people using this situation to bash on Jade. You can pray swell without calling Jade trash or whatever you may think. Yeah, don't also do that. Valid. Uh, let's see. It's Ethan Stewart. What's Thank up, Ethan, man? Yep, Happy New Year, Mac. My dude, Mac from Brooklyn, says, appreciate y'all brothers coming in on your day off. You know, when I they send out the back signal, today. we got to yeah. pull out. We got to pull uh, out. Aiden says, I uh, was with family last night, and I opened Twitter to that tweet. Immediately got excited to hear y'all talk about it today. Keep up the great work. Uh, what tweet? And, and Ken said, yeah, what are we talking about? I don't know. I was offline off of last Yeah, night. I didn't see. I wasn't on Twitter all last uh, <laughs> Shout out to Phil for his correct Spider-Man movie takes. Hey, man. Appreciate you. Is uh, Toby number two your favorite one? Toby number two <laughs> is indeed my favorite one. Uh, we got my dude Andrew Zarian. Uh, says, Happy New Year, guys. Keep up the amazing work. Here's to great things in 2022. Are we going to get to a show because there's so many of these three? Y'all are uh, out here. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, True Hill Heat, SP3. Happy New Year. I support Swallow My Brothers. Um, Danny says, glad you, glad you guys found your footing in the podcast wrestling podcast game. Thank you, Damn, Danny. I, deep waters. I don't know how we did it, <laughs> but we are out here. Avery says, uh, I'm watching this instead of shoveling. Look at y'all. Hey, fuck those responsibilities, man. It's January 1st. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the homegirl, Hannah. Hey, what's up, uh, Hannah? Mixed tag said, Happy New Year. Uh, family. Shout out to What's the homie good? Blue. What's good, yeah. Big Blue? Shout out to the homie Blue. Uh, we got Jay Blood said, remember when Tony was background and let the show uh, start to be out front? Yes. That was nice. Uh, Thanks a lot, social media. Wrestle hey. Voice says, gotta be better, TK. What's more alarming is that people don't read everything in full. I couldn't find a lie on what Swole said. Uh, she was actually speaking positively and about how AEW could be better. 
Uh, Aubrey says, Happy New Year, guys. Thanks for coming in on your day off. Can't wait to see Grab City continue to grow. Thank, thank you. you. And look, like, seriously, everybody, thank you. thank you so much for the support. That's um, dope. Robbie says, I feel for Ty, Anna, Bunny, and Penelope. They busted their butts uh, only to get overshadowed by that tweet. I wouldn't say they got overshadowed because I do feel I, like they. Hey, I will say just this. Other than the fact that I got overshadowed, I did see a lot of people trying to share that moonsault. I didn't watch the match, mm-hmm. but I did see people trying to show that show that moonsault. Um, if we are getting behind women and saying don't mistreat women, don't mistreat all women. Don't on, don't use guys. this as a chance to bash on other women. Like if we're supporting and we want women's wrestling to be in a better place, don't do that. That does not help the women. No. Um, Andrew says, Happy New Year, guys. Great to have you back. Great chat with Phil about some of the criticism of Lash Legends early matches. Uh, would love to hear all your thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah, we can we can definitely talk I, about. I feel bad because I don't remember this conversation, but I, <laughs> I mean. It's it's a lot of the same thing I've said about NXT 2.0 as a whole, right? That yeah, um, she shouldn't be on TV. It's, it's, it's you're well, not you're you know, too hard too green to be. There's there's not there's beyond green. There's like well, and the no, hard thing is, um, she's it's it's an unfair situation, right? Because when we talk about the performance center and the successes of out of the performance center, when you talk about a Charlotte Flair, when you talk about a Bianca Belair, when you talk about um, anybody that the performance center made. They didn't just drop them on 205 Live, right? Nope. No, they had Largo loops. They had all yep. of that stuff. Um, and Something. right now, NXT is not running any type of house show. NXT is not running any type of loops. Literally, the only reps these guys are getting in front of fans. Uh, and, like, a good place to do that would be letting them work indies. Um, but yeah. uh, the only reps these guys are getting in front of fans are the 205 Live and NXT tapings. Um, like maybe it's a good idea to maybe just do dark matches. Like right. them, don't air yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but I if think I'm you're... saying your third your third ever match in the history of the world on TV, like come on, you guys. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. And, and I thought the thing that made it worse is that their their Twitter account tweeted out that clip and it made her look at like mm-hmm. I don't think that that like now I do think people massively overreacted to it. Definitely. But I do think they put her in a bad spot. Absolutely um, put her in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I I fully believe that um, there's there's a way to... I mean, I, obviously the Performance Center has to rethink entirely how they get people reps in front of fans. Yeah. Uh, because there, there truly is, any wrestler will tell you, um, you can work as many matches as uh, you see fit in an empty ring, but the moment yep. there's fans in the building, it's a different experience. Everything that, changes. Everything yeah. changes, and that's because all of a sudden now you have a crowd to please, and there's reactions you have to play with. There's so many X factors for all of that, and so um, there's going to have to be a way to get people those reps, and I don't necessarily see uh, putting that in a way where you're exposing it to social media criticism uh, to be the the best way to do that um Mm -hmm. so that that's how i feel anyway uh so there's my thoughts on last legend thanks andrew uh jennifer says uh thank you for doing this on your day off uh i am here to shut the fuck up and listen uh and process i can't tell you how much i appreciate you for being uh, each of who you are um also shout out to the spaces last night phil uh what a wild start you know that's an evergreen statement by the way shout out to the spaces phil because uh He's always got the spaces popping, and he is spaces uh, Phil. <laughs> he's a, Come on, man! He's the spaces king, man. Uh, let's see. We got audacity of the caucasity says, um, "What a name! <laughs> what a name!" <laughs> as a power boy <laughs> from New Zealand. 
<laughs> I thought it'd be hard to find much representation for me um, uh, outside of uh, Dakota Kai and Jay White. Um, but thankfully, the IWC let me know the Lucha Bros aren't white either. So obviously, we'll have so much in common. Um, Jay Shell, uh, shout out Jay Shell. Uh, she says, real hard night and morning on the Twitter for black folks. Uh, lots of blocking and lots of closeted racism. Sending positive vibes and healing your way as it can be so daunting and really take a toll on you to be a black person in this space. Sending my love. Uh, hey, aud- audacity of the caucasity followed up with, but yeah, <laughs> in all seriousness, if you respond <laughs> to my concerns about the diversity slash representation of my people uh, with how another group of people are being treated, all I'm hearing is that you think we're all the same. Um, well, there's stuff to talk about, and, and we're about to dive into all of that. Wrestle Voice says, hope you guys had a great new year. Unluckily, it is sad that people don't read articles and process them as they are. Swole said nothing inaccurate. Uh, now is an indict or now there's an indictment on black representation and people are beginning to show the real colors russell voice says tk knows better and needs to be better uh he needs to learn how to take criticism as nothing is perfect people are attacking leo for being real this is where we stand together and have a real discussion about having our people represented uh joseph says thank y'all for taking the time to address what's going on as a filipino i understand it's not my place to speak on these matters directly but just wanted to say y'all are being hurt and i stand with swole all day brian bodice says she left on good terms then accuses the company of diversity weeks later as uh reason she left tony probably felt attacked and said real reason she left uh was talent not color not professional, but both sides to blame. IMO, Tony needs PR. Love mm. you. Um, Zelo Diggs said, shots for Betty White. R.I.P. Rest in peace Rest to in the peace. legend. Rest Betty in peace White. to Betty White. We um, all have been watching her our entire lives, every single yeah, one of us. Big so. facts. Uh, and Pagan says, uh, we need to shift the combo from uh, diversity to equity. Uh, diverse rosters can lack equity. The pro- uh, That's the problem with AEW as well as other promotions. Diversity we need to number. define diversity, um, and that's well, what we're going to get into. I have that. Yeah, that's one of my many points that is right here. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, a ratio. However, uh, is the roster given equitable chances can't happen in scripted TV. Uh, and Matt says, happy New Year's to my Grap City fam. Prayers out to Trisha Dora. Uh, a, and a certain someone who has lost their mind on Twitter yesterday. Um, man, these are still just coming in. Uh, hi, guys. Supporter of the pod. Uh, and this one's from Proud Latino. says, uh, supporter of the pod, I hope the discussion of Swole TK includes the insulting takes that Latino representation doesn't seem to mean diversity. We're actually going to talk about that, too. Uh, diversity. Either we in this, diversity. Diversity. Either, either we in this or we not. TK's response was stupid. Uh, Swole seems a bit bitter. Um, Anton Triple H says, uh, I'm here for the rant. Love you guys. Keep it up. Brian <laughs> Sullivan says, Happy New Year. Phil Spaces last night went all over the place. Cannot believe it even contained drink slander. Uh, Yo, Daniel stop Rothenberg. Stop drinking crown. Stop drinking it. It's trash. <laughs> Daniel Rothenberg says, Hey guys, Happy New Year. Uh, who not in AEW should be a part of the TNT uh, title challenge? Oh, I like actual wrestling stuff. Um, if oh, there's wrestling on this episode? Uh, I'm hoping for uh, Gresham. Um, and yeah, there's, there's actual pro wrestling still to talk about. Uh, let's see. Daniel Uh, Garcia needs a shot at that TNT. And you know what? I am actually going to now relieve, uh, let's see if it worked. Uh, by the way, IWTV wrestler of the year 
Daniel Garcia. Let's see. And Garcia. Let's see. Let's see. Wrestler of the year and match of the year. The dude just was on fire this year in the independent wrestling scene. And uh, the independent wrestling scene is lucky that he is a signed wrestler, so they don't have to compete with him anymore. <laughs> Big facts. Yes. Jeremy, you are relieved of your duties. I, uh, it's working. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> it sounds like it's, it's hot Thank out you. There. Thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate Jeez. you. We appreciate He's you, brother. He's literally here with us right now. I can see Jeremy right now. I can literally building. bring him on screen, but it would mess up our little force or our three <laughs> setup right now. But Jeremy is here. Right. Oh, my God. Uh, but thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, let's see. We got, uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you guys what. Damn, there's so many super chats. Twenty minutes of super chat. Y'all okay, are okay. crazy. We, we love gotta y'all. get we gotta get into the, the topics at hand. Uh, we gotta today. talk about what y'all we are got, talking we, about. We gotta talk about it because um uh there's there's a lot. Uh, so we will start with topic numero cinco. Um and that is uh, well, we just lost our Latino fan base that fast. They're hey, I at least tried to get it right. Um, Tony Khan, the tweet. I am going to preface this conversation with the following. Um, because I feel there's a little piece that needs to be addressed that, I, that no one is aware of currently. Um, except you guys. Uh, that I stayed out of this conversation for a couple of reasons last night mm-hmm. one i feel that the conversation is a little bit complex for 240 characters i just don't like having truly meaningful conversations on twitter i don't i used to try to do so and i feel like nuance gets lost i feel like mm-hmm. when you're stuck in text and uh, i feel like the emotion gets lost in things and i feel like um nobody wants to uh nobody necessarily wants to hear as much as they just want their point made so therefore i i back off of that kind of stuff on twitter um Mm -hmm. i leave it to the expert mr philip Lindsay. uh thanks that's what you, you you've earned it um the second thing uh is i will say and uh um, I'm going to leave out a lot of details because I don't think they should be out there, private conversation. But I feel like it is important for me to note that both before and after the tweet, I did talk to Tony Khan. Um, I did have conversation with Tony Khan. And um, the only detail I'm going to put out there from that conversation is that um, I did extend an invite to be a part of this show um, and to talk to the voices of Grap City, um, especially about this particular topic. Uh, so those are, I feel, the important details as far as that was concerned. So I kind of have a little bit of a unique perspective as far as this is concerned. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, I do have a little bit more yeah. of a, a unique perspective as far as um, a lot of this is concerned. And that's a big piece of uh, why I feel like I, I had to at least put that out there, that I'm not approaching this simply from having read the tweet and nothing else. It had no conversation since then. Um, well, but, we are officially 
to the Twitterverse, to the world. AEW shills for sure now. They are not going <laughs> to They will never, ever for life drop life, that man. from here. No, and you know what? Phil didn't, and Reg didn't, I did. So yeah. I'll own that. Yeah. Um, um, and that's that's absolutely yeah. how that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the topic at hand is diversity in pro wrestling. And uh, I feel like the first thing I want to do is define diversity. Yeah. Um, because I think we have to we have to define two different things we're talking about here. Um, I feel like diversity and black representation go hand in hand aren't necessarily exactly the same thing. Right. Because um, I feel a couple of points do have to be made, at least as far as I'm concerned. You may disagree, and we are welcome to disagree here. This is where conversation is good and conversation can't be had. And yeah. shout out to, um, to Andres Hale, because uh, I feel like he's also um, one of the best. One, one of, the, of best. the best out there to me. That's a yeah. fact. He That's is fact. so good. Um, so one of the big parts of uh, diversity uh, is or one of the things that needs one of the, a couple of the things I feel need to be acknowledged. Um, when you cite diversity specifically, uh, especially as a black person, and keep in mind, this is a conversation being had between black people, kind of for black people. When we're talking about diversity, if you simply cite that there is no diversity in any particular topic, you are going to bring out all minoritized voices, all of them. Mm -hmm. And some minoritized voices aren't necessarily going to see it all the same way because somebody Latino is going to see see it as, well, I'm represented, so how are you going to say there's no diversity? I'm a minority. Mm -hmm. Somebody Asian is going to look up and say, I feel represented. Um, where, why do you feel there's no diversity? Somebody, um, gay, trans, uh, you name it, they might look up and say, I, what are you talking about? There's no diversity. I, I don't see it. So uh, a big thing that I feel we need to establish is there's black representation, which is a part of diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also just black representation on its own. And the term Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to stick with on this topic is black representation, Mm -hmm. um, because Mm -hmm. that is where I feel like the piece is missing because um, I am going to give the first part of Tony Khan's tweet. It's due um, that he is a minority. He is a, um, he is for all intents and purposes, he is a person of color. Um, And that is not something that uh, I feel like you can, necessarily try to argue your way out of solely for the sake of whoa we have a guest um, solely for the sake of uh this conversation um do we bring in the guest at the moment <laughs> um drum roll do we uh well i wasn't yeah. really like i didn't have graphics prepared for this yeah uh, no but... i, I kind of was like yo what's up um okay so now that that's out of the way uh okay but i feel like none of that's out of the way yet there's no it's not we got a lot yeah i know there's a lot to cover right 
but all of a sudden now, uh, <laughs> I was thrown off. You didn't tell me this was coming. Whoops. Uh, but, I like little surprises sometimes. But all of a sudden, we've got a guest who was scheduled to be a part of Grapsity in a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, what happened was is uh, this guest was going to be on Grapsity January 22nd. Like, we mm -hmm. booked it. This was, like, a week or two ago. Like, this was official. This wasn't because of what happened yesterday. This all just kind of happened really fast. Every Yesterday was one of the fastest, craziest days in yes. our inception so all this just came together came together came together so yeah well um i suppose i should just bring up our names then uh because uh ladies and gentlemen surprise guest here on grapsity we are joined by the one and only captain sean dean it's the captain <laughs> shout out what's man. going on fellas how you guys doing shout out man. Shout how out. you living brother how you living hey I just want to say real quick, um, I knew Sean was a real one when all that was going on and all these other people were like taking pictures of their pizzas and like, oh, I'm here for pizzas. And my man said he's here for home of the hoagie. I was like, yo, <laughs> he's, he's from this city, man. He's a Southsider hey, like me, man. He's from this city, man. Man, we're straight to a hundred. We're straight to a hundred eleven, man. Gonna be a home for all you, man. That's that's where I grew up. So I was like, "That's hey, I feel him." And, uh, Shy town boy. Hold up, I'm gonna show yes, you uh, that Sean Dean's a real one because uh, this man. Um, now keep in mind, I got two kids who are just bi two really big wrestling fans, right? But this man stepped aside because my son yelled out, "It's the captain!" Right, <laughs> and this man. Step, stop what he was doing. <laughs> Look at the captain on duty. will always be the realest dude to me. I appreciate. Oh my god! So, so the, anybody the, who's good to my kids is is a so, plus with me. So, Sean, I don't know if you remember this. Also, um, the night that Punk debuted, um, I I was trying to get to my seat because I was talking to somebody in the lobby. And I'm walking in my seat, and Sean's just like walking around in the lobby, like in wrestling gear. And I was like, "What are you doing out here?" <laughs> Man, and he's just so, like walking around taking pictures with people. I'm like, "What are you doing?" I was going to see my, uh, so you know, I'm a, a pledge Phi Beta Sigma fraternity, and I was going to see my pledge mom, and she was in. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see her before the show, so I was going to go see her. Man, I, I was just walking around, yeah, in my gear, just <laughs> taking pictures as I went. Man, so. Uh, yeah, never too busy, man. Well, you had a busy night, um, a real busy night. For sure, for sure. And so, uh, obviously, like I said, there's a lot to talk about here. And um, the topic we're discussing at hand, Big Swole is another topic here. Big Swole is actually the next topic. Um, right now, simply talking about um, the tweet. And so, yes, the, the, the point I wanted to make as I was trying to make the start um, was that I do feel... Um, that uh addressing all things properly i do think that um that dismissing um tony khan's background i think is a mistake uh and i think that um it is important to acknowledge that uh he is the only person of color who is running a major wrestling company it's true that's the first part of that tweet. Yeah. Um, yeah start start with love. Start, start yeah. with love with Joe Budden. The second part of that was the um, public performance evaluation of uh, Big Swall that I don't necessarily feel, uh, and I have expressed this, that I think was 
completely unnecessary. And yeah. I think it uh, it undermined the first part of that message. It undermined um, really the idea that um, there are uh, there are strides being made with certain black talent. And I think that uh, evaluating Swole in that message, I think, uh, completely devalues anything that was said before, because now it just seems like uh, the evaluation of Swole, how you feel about her as a performer, for another conversation. Um, but as far as that was concerned, I feel like uh, undermined any part of the message and didn't need mm -hmm. to be said in response to... Um, any type of criticism of the environment. Right. Um, and yeah. to just uh, put that the show uh, to promote the show also is kind of crazy to kind of yeah. draw it all in. Uh, so, so I'll say this. Um, I think that addressing it in a tweet that fast was a mistake. Um, I just think the timing ever was off and whether he feels, you know, uh, you know, offended or not i just feel like you know there's a time to acknowledge that and there's also a time to listen and i think the biggest fault that i felt from the tweet is it didn't feel like he listened to her issues because i think it's one thing to read the excerpts and another thing to listen to the podcast and actually hear everything she said because if you listen to it like it didn't feel like an attack on the company like i felt like she said she believed i didn't them. feel like there were any no uh, it wasn't a hard feelings that came out of the podcast at all yeah she you know she, you know, said she believed in a women's division. She believed in what the company was doing and said that they made great strides. But she also came with, you know, I, what I felt were valid criticisms. And, mm -hmm. you know, whether you agree with her or not, there was just a better way to approach that. And, you know, personally, you know, as a fan of AEW, I was disappointed in the way that he came at her. And mm -hmm. just as somebody that respects Big Swole and, you know, kind of admires her as a person, I was even more disappointed because it just... Because I'll put it this way. Um, when you say that someone black is not good enough, and I mm -hmm. understand that you also put in there her yeah. wrestling is not good enough. Right. When you say that a black person is not good enough, it, it, has, away. A, it has a subtext to it. Mm -hmm. And like you just, you know, and I'm not saying that that was his intention, mm -hmm. but just the way that it came off, it just, it was a bad look. And it's like, yo, like I, he might not know that and that might be something that non-black people might not understand, mm -hmm. but we've been told we're not good enough our entire lives, man. When we are good enough. They told and Jordan he's not good enough. They we, we've been told we're not good enough. enough you know? We've been told we're not good enough our entire lives, man. So, you know, just to come off of, you know, what she said and to say that, it just was, in my opinion, out of line. Mm -hmm. And I just, honestly, I feel like he owes her an apology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Captain, I think that's kind of where we... I think that's kind of where we get here. It, they, everyone talks about diversity, and I think we kind of need to define diversity because when people are talking about diversity in AEW, they're really talking about black men in the main event scene. That's legit when they say there's no diversity. They're talking about the main event scene, the world title scene, because we know there's diversity on AEW Dark. We know there's wrestlers here. My favorite wrestlers wrestle there. Will Hobbs wrestles there. Lee Moriarty, like it's a bunch of wrestlers here. So when they're talking about diversity, we know what they're talking about. And in comes you because a part of this diversity, you're helping a lot with it. So you put out a tweet just saying like, hey, I'm a part of AEW. This is what I do here. I'm a part of this diversity. And the floodgates opened. A lot of people were very upset. 
and, and, and I want to give what their job is. And because I want to give credit <laughs> to to Sean here real quick, in that um, one of the things that I talk about in diversity when talking about diversity in pro wrestling. Um, one of the things I've talked about for years is that diversity doesn't just happen on screen. That to mm-hmm. me, what I want to see is diversity behind the scenes. Because when you get into diversity behind the scenes, then what you start to see is um, a lot more uh, accurate representation come out in front of the scenes. Um, and that that goes for movies, that goes for television, that goes for music. If uh, behind the scenes... Um, representation isn't happening, then the representation on screen uh, can sometimes be questionable. Right. Uh, And maybe a lot of people don't know this. Um, If they don't, they will know now. But you, Sean, um, are just an on-screen competitor. No, I'm not. Uh, So uh, behind the scenes, my my job title is like the extra coordinator. So what, what comes with that is like all the talent that we have on Dart, uh, some of that enhancement people that's on Dynamite Rampage, uh, those people I go out and book. Uh, I try to find them on social media through networking with my peers that's on the roster, some of the people who I know outside the scenes, and uh, and I try to bring them in and give them an opportunity. Now, whether that opportunity is three minutes or ten minutes, that's not up to me, but my thought process is that I'm trying to get eyes on the people who I feel like don't necessarily get enough love or, or get seen enough, you know, so I try to do that. Um, and from it, some signers have came, like uh, like Lee Moriarty or, you know, uh, with Kiera Hogan trying to get her, when she left uh, Impact, getting her on board uh, at AEW. So, uh, I mean, I featured some some of the prominent, you know, minority names uh, on the Andes, like Trisha Dorr, uh, Willow Nightingale, um, uh, Tim, uh, pl- just plenty of people who are who the main to event, who, like so who, many yeah, the main people. event, you know, yeah. so many people who just don't get an opportunity. Kosher Inc., like just a lot of people who don't really get necessarily would get an opportunity elsewhere. I try to give them opportunity on Dark, um, and that's showcasing their ability, you know, and that's making them more marketable and getting their name and getting them a buzz so that they can get, you know, some credit out there. This past WWE tryout, when you look at that tryout that WWE just had, man, I've seen so many faces that was on Dark. That I put on dark, you know what I'm right. saying? You know, that I'm not saying I don't know what that process would have happened if they would have went on there regardless, but I, I I would like to think that me giving them that platform on dark before they went out there, that's attributed to me putting them out there, getting their name out there, getting them some buzz around them, you know. Uh but like before we go on that, I, I do wanna take a, a step back and I'll and I'll talk back on my role some more, but I, I do wanna I address that that tweet. And, and just say that, you know, I'm not, I've, I've never been one to speak for anybody. So I, I can't speak for TK and what he said in, in that tweet and how he felt about it. I, I agree with what you guys are saying as far as should he not have put it out there or worded it differently, man, he most certainly could have. It could have came off a whole lot better if he would have worded it differently, you know. Um, and it's unfortunate that he said some good things in the beginning and ended it with the way how it came across. Because being a minority, being a black male, I understand that how it came across what he was saying, you know, um, and I, I do think that Swole is a hell of an athlete. I think that she can't hold her own, and she was coming into her own, and some things derailed that, you know, some personal things. And I'm not going to speak on her personal things, but she had a lot of things that derailed her from her momentum that she had, and she understood that, you know. But what she said too about, you know, a lot of the things that, you know, things interrupting her peace, uh, she spoke. 
Swole is not one to hold punches, you know. She what she's saying is just oh, what no, she said fan. backstage. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm not saying that anything that she said is false because what she said is how she feels. And she said it openly backstage plenty of times to plenty of people, you know. So it's right. not like she is not, you know, I'm not discrediting anything that she is saying. The only thing that I took away from it for me was that I wanted to let the the people know our people know that I, I'm in there. Like I'm trying to to create that diversity that we want to see, and it and and we we all don't like we don't like to hear that. Uh, it it takes time. It takes time because again, from our perspective, us being people, we hear that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, in the empathy of this company, it has to take time. Some things have to develop. You have to develop these wrestlers in order to get them in certain places. And and unfortunately, the people who we have. Uh, well, it's not even unfortunately because it's helping our business, but the, the names that we have in the main car right now are putting more eyes on our product so that when it comes time for someone like myself or like a Will Hobbs or like a Lee Johnson or a Kiera Hogan or, you know, a Jay Cargill, when they finally get in the spotlight, there's so many eyes on it that it becomes undeniable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, I just I, I, I can't I can't put a time frame on, on when those things will happen, but it, it's going to happen. You know, it's, it's undeniable. It, it has to happen. So, mm-hmm. so could I could I just ask this though? Like, I do I do agree with what you're saying. I do think that some people uh, may not have understood the place you were coming from with it, and saying that look, I'm I'm also here trying to help. Like, it's a process we're working. Um, but I also feel like Swole is coming from a unique place because it's not just that you know she's trying to be represented as a black person, but it's also you know the intersect of you know the women you know trying to fight for time. And so her, you know, her experience is unique in that sense because um, she's speaking right. as a black woman. And mm. so, you know, I get it. And I, I would just ask, like, you know, maybe could there have been a better way to, you know, say how you felt about it and, you know, say that also, like, I'm leaving room for her experience to exist. Like, and not to say that I think that you, you know, diminished her experience, but, you know, I feel like that's what some people were bothered by. Yeah, and and I get that, and and, uh, and that's why I said afterwards was that I'm not trying to devalue. And I even text Swole, and Swole actually texted me back this morning, no hard feelings or anything like that, and she understood where I was coming from, and I understand where she's coming from. You know, uh, I do not, in my evaluation of what I said, want to devalue anything that she said or take away from what she said because that's her experience, and I've seen her experience some of the things that she's talking about, and me and her have talked about those things, so. I'm not devaluing anything that she's saying, you know, mm-hmm. uh, me on what I was speaking on was just clearly from me trying to put out there that, Hey, I'm in here trying to help create some of the change that you want to see. Right. And I don't want to take away from what she said because that is her feeling and she's entitled to that feeling just like anybody else is entitled to feel how they feel. I don't never want to take that away from anything or anything that she has going on or that she's trying to say, but I also want to put out there that, I'm definitely trying to be some of that, be a part of that change. You know what I'm saying? From what I do on screen, behind the scenes, in the community, all that stuff. I'm trying to make sure that we're represented and doing things to represent us in the best light possible. Agreed. Yeah. Um, you know, I I feel like, because um, I, I, I think that's ultimately the issue here. And I think where yeah. the disconnect is happening is that um, it is Swole's experience is Swole's experience. Nobody can take that from her. You can't necessarily tell somebody that their experience wasn't their experience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and maybe there are elements of it that that can't be right that you know the the ultimate um i guess point of contention from the tweet is that um is that she's saying that she left for these reasons he says um actually we uh chose not to resign her um for these reasons so um what once again that's one of those that's pretty much the only piece that can otherwise be debated but the problem is that was put out there in response to um her overall experience and i think that's where everybody is uh is upset because of the fact that um it kind of dismisses everything else Mm -hmm. uh because um there's there is so much of what was said there what was said in the interview that uh, not the interview in her podcast uh, that was said in the podcast that uh, Jeremy uh, transcribed. Shout out to, to Transcription King Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there was so much that was said there that when isolated simply as a well, we let her go. Suddenly, that diminishes that diminishes everything else that was trying to be said there and and i i I can see why that kind of sent people up into an uproar and i feel Mm -hmm. like it's it's valid that it did so um Mm. the 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 topic though of um because you you got a big backlash last night sean um yeah which which, uh i i felt was again just kind of unfounded um, just in the sense that you are doing the work behind the scenes and and a lot of people don't see the path. And I, I feel like um, and I will say this. I said this to Tony yesterday um, that a lot of times people do need to see the path. Um, and what I mean by that is that. Uh, we'll take the start of AEW, for example, um, when AEW launched, Chris Jericho was world champion, right? John Moxley was the next champion. John Moxley was champion nearly a year. Um, But one of the things that we all knew as fans, and I'm not just talking about some idiots who are like, oh, they're underutilizing Kenny Omega. Like, we didn't take them people seriously, right? But, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, and we know we heard that. But we knew as fans, as we watched, we saw Kenny Omega, what we knew he was up next, right? Mm -hmm. We just knew it while we were watching. You could feel it. It didn't matter if he was the champion or not. It didn't even matter if he competed on that show. We knew Kenny Omega was up next. While Kenny Omega was champion, even before Kenny Omega was champion, we also knew Hangman Adam Page was up next. Mm -hmm. We knew that, right? We're sitting here watching, you know, without a doubt, MJF is up next. Mm -hmm. You just know it while you're watching, right? You know Brian Danielson's going to get it. You Mm -hmm. know that. And the thing is, um, as far as the women's division is concerned, from the moment she showed up, you knew Jade Cargill mm-hmm. was going to get it and get it real soon. Right. right. So, like, we've seen it. Um, but I think where the disconnect exists with fans is that all of those names I named on the male side of things are white names. Mm-hmm. And it feels like. And it's not to diminish any talent in AEW because I think the talent in AEW, I think the talent pool, little little known fact, AEW kind of has the biggest black roster on 
on television currently. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so like not diminishing any of the talent there, right? Because between you, between um, Dante Martin is killing it. Uh, Will Hobbs is mm -hmm. one of the best in the I, I love Will Hobbs. I love yeah. watching Will Hobbs. Lee Ricky Moriarty. Starks. Lee, yeah, Ricky Starks. Lee, mm -hmm. uh, Lee Moriarty is the best technical artist out there right mm -hmm. now. There is so much great talent there. And I feel like fans kind of need their hand held in knowing who's up next. The same way that they had their hand held in knowing that Kenny was up next. And knowing that Adam Page is up next. It's right. not necessarily that there needs to be a black world champion right now. Because you're right. It is going to take time. We mm -hmm. know it's going to take time as fans. I think where the disconnect happens is that people want to at least know that it's coming and know where it's coming from and feel like it's coming. And people have felt that, you know, um, some lover, some hater. And the more they hate her, the, the bigger she grows. Right. But um, <laughs> people knew that Jade Cargill was up next. People knew that she's that it's coming for her. Right. And you can feel it. You can feel it every time she's on camera, every time she speaks in her presentation, in the way um, JR talks about her, in the way Tony Schiavone talks about her, you know she is up next. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I feel like uh, a big piece of what I, as a black viewer of AEW, feel is missing is just that little bit of hand-holding of who's next. You know who who is gonna like potentially yeah. this person could be world champion and yeah. that's that 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 goes right along with what that with what I was saying. So how do you play along to that cap? Like, yeah, what do you? How do you feel about that? Um, <clears throat> I agree with that in a sense. I think that you know, like you said, for those for those reasons where you have. Like you said, you, you can see who's Netflix. You can you can see it, you know. And then like Will Hobbs, he's he's featured in in certain storylines. Then he's not, then he's featured in, you know. And, and I get it. We're we're looking for that consistency where we can have more of that screen time. And in a perfect world, I would like to see like Dark Elevation used to where we can advance and have more of a storyline based, you know, uh, wrestling on that on those shows, you know. And and I think that. Those are things that can possibly happen in the future that can happen this year. You know, uh, it just has to all make sense in the, in the grand scheme. I think. Uh, I think if we throw Will in the storyline with uh, with Brian, it'd be a great storyline. You know, and it could be something that can set up that can continue to build him up. I think every storyline he's built, he's been in so far, has built him up to set him up as a contender in the future. Uh, Mark Henry is somebody who I. Uh, champion myself as like a mentor for me. And he explained to me that way before he became world champion, he had only won five matches in one year before he won a world championship, wow. you know? So Ooh. it's just certain things like that, that happen in it. And it just, it happens out of, out of nowhere. You know, you just never, you think that you're on this losing streak and then all of a sudden next thing you know, you're the world champion, you know? So that's, that's one of the things that I really take away that I listen to when I think about how we're putting ourselves in, in these storylines and, and want to get more screen time is that, when your number is called, we just all got to be ready, you know. And I think that Will is one of those people that's on the cusp of just being ready. Ricky Starks, I also think that he's ready. And I think that in this year, a lot of big things are going to happen, you know, for those people, you know, uh, for the Jays and for the Rickies and for the Wills, you know, and then all the up-and-comers that we have, the the Dante and Derry. Darius Martin is about, is about to come back off injury soon. Uh, so you have a lot of people who are in contention, who are – We're ready. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I – did, I did, I, 
I needed to hear that almost yeah, like. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We want hey, man, we look at trying, we've been, Yeah, we've been trying. That's the we, scoop. Everyone's like, where's Darius? Where's Darius? I'm like, yo, I, I'm wondering too, my bro. Oh, <laughs> man. So, so real quick, though, like just based off of that, though, and just in relation to the tweet, like I can see why. Because if Will's right, like, and just people want to see the path to it and they want to trust, like, I feel like there's a certain amount of trust in knowing, like he said, that Kenny Omega is going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. Or that certain, you know, white wrestlers are going to be just fine. Or even, like, someone like the Lucha Bros. Like, you know the Lucha Bros were eventually going to get their time. Like, right. And, and, I mean, I think you could say the same thing with Thunder Rosa. Like, it hasn't mm-hmm. happened yet, but you know Thunder Rosa is going to eventually get Absolutely. her moment. Yeah. I don't and think so, there's anybody that feels like Thunder Rosa is underutilized. That, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. And so, mm-hmm. I, I, I think in relationship to this tweet, again... I think a big part of it, and me and Will, and you know, we all talked about this before we hopped on, is that Swole is such a big part of the wrestling community when it comes to black people. Mm-hmm. And so when he comes out and you know attacks her like that, and even if he didn't mean it as an attack, just the way that it looked, it feels like he's kind of coming at the rest of the community. And we're all looking at it like, yo, if if he can do that to her, you know, what would stop him from doing that to somebody else? Like, you know. She's Auntie Swole. Like, she has right. a place in the community. It's like, the I mean? big thing is that, yeah. and, that, and props to Swole for that, she absolutely, um, she, be, her presence, a lot of her presence is her involvement in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Big Swole is a part of this community. She yeah. talks to fans. She interacts with fans. She blocks fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> and rightfully so, right? But, like, right. she is a part of the community to the point of where, um, a lot of people would see any type of attack on her um, or any type of defense against her For experience sure. as an attack on the entire community mm-hmm. because right. Big Swole is so involved in things. And Yeah, I, sure. I think that that, you know, kind of raised the question for, for Tony of, you know, whether he realizes it or not, like, I feel like you're going to have to like do something to fix that like you're gonna have to regain people's trust after that mm-hmm. because i do feel like people are gonna look at this now like i don't know man like if he come at 12 like that how do i i know i can go there and get a fair share shake and that's kind of a valid you know that's a valid thing to be asking yourself right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean what whatever he has planned I, I, that's why i haven't talked to him about you know, what his next course of action is after this. Uh, um, but I'm sure it would be something. Uh, and I, I told Tony, by the way, I've told him twice now that the invitation is still open. Um, I've told him very recently, the invitation is still open to come talk to us on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I am saying right now, because I know you're watching, Tony, um, that it is still out there. Um. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, Happy New Year! Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> I'll say this: I didn't, I didn't think the New Year would start like this, but I mean, it's stuff that needs to be talked about, man. It needs to be right. said because uh, I get it, man. We, you know, it, it's like you know, you had this PTSD from you know the other place, you know, where it took so long. You know what I'm saying? So we, mm-hmm. you, you don't want that, you know, especially in a company where uh where they, you you have a lot of minorities a lot of good minority talent that that's out there and, and i and I, I say minorities and i talk about you know not just us as, as black people but we have a we have a great just a, a super diverse roster of just all 
amazing talent. You know, all elite is like the, the key phrase for it because we have a lot of elite players back there. And uh, I, I think, man, it's time to go on. We're just going to be, we're going to continue to keep cooking, you know. And uh, again, this was a, a, a unfortunate situation that, that happened uh, because it, I think it took away from what he was trying to get across in the beginning of, it, of his tweet, you know. Uh, but, you know, having spent a lot of time with TK and, and this is, you know, what what I'm gonna say one thing that I hate is that when, you know, you try to talk about talk good about somebody, it comes off at like you're trying to shuck and jive or 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 and shit. Yeah, yeah. For one, and, and I'm gonna say that man, that, that that shit really pisses me off because yeah. I've never been that. You know what I'm saying? Like Big where fun. I come from, I don't I don't do shit like that. Cause I dealt with a lot of bullshit when I was in the military and a lot of bullshit when I got out. So when I genuinely talk nice about somebody, it's because I genuinely talk nice about somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's not coming from any place about trying to keep a job or doing some shit for a check. That's not what this is about. You know what I'm saying? It's from me spending time with TK on a personal level and understanding him as a person. You know what I'm saying? So I think that when he, when he tweeted that out, it just came from a place of him trying to say something, but not really getting across the words on how he wanted to say on how he really felt. And could he have took time and put it out a different way? Sure, he could have. You know what I'm saying? That's his opinion. And he put it out there at that time. And, you know, uh, if we can go back and take away a lot of the shit that we've done, I'm sure a lot of us will go back and do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I have faith in him as a as a human being, as a friend, and as a boss that he's going to make, you know, right on what, you know, um, he feel like he's been, you know, that he did wrong. Uh, but uh, I, I just really don't want our community to give up on a product or to look at it any differently. Uh behind that you know i think that if if we continue to just keep watching the product and just seeing the things that's going to happen in this coming year that i think we'll all be pleased with how things will turn out they uh they definitely hit you with the uh kanye after you put that tweet up like man you ain't got the answer sean you ain't got the answers no so no i i man we definitely appreciate you coming on yeah i really really appreciate Mm -hmm. thank you for stopping in uh i wasn't expecting that um and I'm no, happy I mean, it was supposed to be a two weeks, you know. We were supposed to be yeah. talking about, you know, some, hey. some, some more stuff, but uh, but yeah. Oh, and, and just to go back to because I know I kind of uh got off of it, but yeah, like you know, I do these those bits on the blog where you know I, I, I talk to you to the extras and all that stuff, and but that, I mean, that's just a play on that's just a character I play on, on my real role that I do backstage, mm-hmm. so yeah, I am the extra coordinator again. Like I said, I, I help book the extra and the talent, and I'm also part of the community outreach team to where. You know, I go into the different communities and, and we talk to a lot of, of the kids in the community. And that's a, that's another point that I want to make, too, about the diversity, man, is that when I go to these cities and I and I and I don't do I try not to we try not to do big organizations. I try to find small organizations that's close to that city that we go to. And one of the key things that I really like doing, if we can, is like I like doing it on a Tuesday to where I can go to like an inner city urban area to like a school like I did in New York, went to a place called New York Edge or when we was in Miami, went to that school with the uh, Jason Taylor Foundation. Well, me and Mark Henry, we went to Cincinnati, we went to an alternative high school to talk to these kids. That's the kind of stuff that I feel like is an impact because then they can mm-hmm. see a person like myself, a person like Mark Henry, Eddie Kingston or, you know, Isaiah, you know, all those guys who are minority people who are making it in the industry that they probably think is, you know, I'm saying, for lack of better words, a joke, or that they can't make it in, that they can't make it in, you know, and that we come from the same, 
slums or the gutter that they came out of and that they can make it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think is a, is is the most impactful thing that I can do is in putting eyes on a product is to show that, you know, where we come from, you can make it here too. You know what I'm saying? That that it's possible. You know, that you don't have to go this route or that route, that you can come this route. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that's key for me too that I wanted that I want to point out what, what I'm doing backstage. Well, and the thing I wanted to give you the ultimate props for, um, and I think the point people were missing from your tweet and what you were trying to get across, is that um, AEW and professional wrestling as a whole has always been an industry, um, maybe the last 10 years kind of weren't, but um, has always kind of been an industry kind of built on its future and Mm -hmm. built on um, the next set of stars. And that... um, and you are in a place right now, you are in a position to get that next generation in front of the camera in mm-hmm. order to uh, to get them to proceed, to get people to get eyes on them, to want to see them move. And the fact that it is um, a black man who is doing that and a black man who is doing that with eyes on other black talent yeah. um, is, is a good thing. And that mm-hmm. is going to get the future going. And like you gave uh, you acknowledge that it's not just AEW, right? That the WWE tryout had people that you scouted. Um, Mm -hmm. And so you right now you are in one of the best positions to get black talent seen Mm -hmm. and you are a part of that company. And so I got what you were saying with that. And I got, Mm -hmm. and I think again, you can't just see things through the lens of 240 characters. Um, Like put some human emotion behind things, Mm -hmm. recognize the the humanity of certain things and i i i i recognize i'm one of a billion people and i'm not going to make that change here today i would love to um i would love to get back to having conversations about things and actual (laughs) conversations because that's one place i feel like twitter spaces has been good for right is that you know we can argue behind sometimes sometimes Mm -hmm. yes uh (laughs) you know we can argue behind um behind tweets and and throw tweets at each other and try to just make sure our point is made but having actual conversations to me is is where it exists and that is why i'm so happy that sean is here that we are able to talk about this and sean i just want to say thank you for coming in and importantly i'm very sorry to your inbox after this because so many black wrestlers (laughs) hit me up saying how do i get an aw how do i get an aw the answer is here why wash my hands hey, sit him away man <laughs> the captain is your man that's the one <laughs> yeah thank you so much um no problem guys we're happy to have you here appreciate you captain i appreciate you guys man i'll see you guys out there man yeah all right man all right man Whew. wow Whew. there you go surprise surprise guys surprise. You do it look what at that Destiny boys do it I'm telling you yeah i uh well, Phil's not expecting to do an interview today, I guess. I wasn't. <laughs> we we definitely were not. But I, I do appreciate him, you know, kind of, you know, standing in front of the criticism that came his way and then coming back and talking about it in a very, you know, constructive and professional way. Right. Because um, I think that's the only way that we can, you know, really move forward and get things done. Like, just raging at each other and, you know, being offended because somebody misses a point doesn't mm-hmm. really fix anything. And that's yeah. why I wanted to have the captain on because I saw a lot of his quote tweets and a lot of people saying some very awful things. But it's like, no, this guy is doing a crazy thing in this company. He's doing a lot 
for a lot of people that I champion myself. A lot of people on my list, Sean Dean's looking at this list. A lot of people, it's like, I'm directly influenced by these people. So I appreciate everything. And I know he's doing something bigger for the future. So like, you guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I want to take some time out because my God, we are flooded right now. <laughs> uh, I hope I could even get to all of oh them. Oh my but, goodness. Uh, that was the one. Huh? God. All right. Um, I want to say, yeah, I want to say to the fans, l legit Will and Phil didn't know about this. I talked to the captain last night and I was, he was, we were just like, maybe it'll happen. And today before the podcast started, Will sent me the link and I sent it to the captain and I said, Hey, if you want to hop in, just hop in. And you so could have warned me. <laughs> I don't do it like that. That's I saw Sean Dean's face pop up it. at the bottom of in the waiting room and I'm like, Oh, okay. We're just doing this. All right. Montaneous, <laughs> man. Montaneous. Come on, man. Yeah. Who can give it to you like this? Hey, I can give Reg, it to you, but Reg, what you going to do Reg. with it? That is why Reg is my dude. Shout Come out, on, Reg. Man. All Come right. On. Let's read some super chats. There's a lot of them. Um, so we got uh, Tyrell. So happy to have you guys to listen to today, but I hate the reason it has to happen. Going to the New York, New York show and almost don't want to go anymore. I get it. Yeah, yeah I've been. No, say, I was saying a lot of that last night of mm -hmm. people saying I'm not gonna watch AEW. So we're gonna, yeah. you know, we'll see. Easy, easy attack says I feel y'all's pain. Uh, I thought we was gonna be taking this weekend off. Also, I got so many thoughts uh, from Chris. Hey, uh, shout out to Chris by the way. Yeah, yeah, he was saying some funny things in a group chat I'm in with them about all the situations. <laughs> so. Hey man, shout hey, out to Chris. Shout out to Chris and NWA podcast. Those uh, are the homies. The big homie Nate. Of course, you know, friend of the show, Andrew Thompson. Uh, big shout out to those guys. Drew, Drew, um, Drew. Now, here we got uh, Real Take Sports. He says, as somebody who comes from a Pakistani family, it's upsetting for TK to use his race as a defense rather than being better. Uh, big shout out to Swole. Um, appreciate it, that. Yeah, and I can as well. Like I said, yeah. I, I do. I, I recognize it. I, I recognize because um, I, I, I'm, I'm a just big believer. It's what my mom taught me it, mm -hmm. that. Uh, a big part of um, winning any type of argument is hearing your opponent or hearing hearing where they're coming from and, and mm -hmm. understanding is a big part of coming to a solution. So right. again, I fully understand when somebody who has uh, spent their life as a minority, who has been called slurs themselves, who had to deal with um, the the aftermaths of things like 9-11 and things like that mm -hmm. um, feel like they have their experience invalidated fully understand that mm -hmm. I actually do um, mm -hmm. I don't know that bringing it up necessarily in response to somebody else's yeah fight is that's the way to go yeah. no that's not yeah, necessarily that's it. Not it I think there was there's a time and place for all of it and again I just feel like uh, I yeah. think that's where we got with it. There's just a time and a place for all yeah. this. Right. Not, and I, not on Twitter. And I mean, look, I mean, there's there's a place to talk about, you know, his experiences as well. But I think yep. the important thing that he missed yesterday is that he needed to listen. And I that's think it. that he listened mm -hmm. to her. Mm -hmm. Right. And he should uh, know that as a a person in his position. Like, all he right. does is listen to wrestlers mm -hmm. and stuff. So that's pretty uh, much it. Tune 77 says, if I, as a middle-aged white guy, can understand Swole's feelings as her... Uh, valid experience. Uh, how can TK miss the mark so badly? It's not that hard. Um, JoJo says, first time watching you guys, we'll be tuning in more. Thank you, JoJo. Uh, got new member, uh, King Omega. Um, Appreciate got, you, King. 
uh, Russell Voice says, sadly, people are going to use what should be a positive uh, change to push their agenda for other arguments. See the armpits of Twitter. We already saw it. Um, it happens. Alexander says, Swole, identify real problems with the creative process for women uh, at BIPOC talent um, that need more structure. The comments- yeah, there's also a, a big um, conversation to be had about women's. Like, mm-hmm. Swole is, yeah. like, not only just a women's wrestler, she's a black women's wrestler. So women's wrestlers are already below. Black women's wrestlers are even below that. So there's, like, yeah, it's tough. I would really challenge people that don't understand everything she said. Listen to her old podcast. Don't, right. don't read the excerpts. Go and listen to her podcast and listen to everything she says. Listen to the glowing things she said about the women and how hard they're working and how some of them are just frustrated that they're not quite yet there yet. Right. And so, you know, you just got to get the full scope of what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And I would just want to read the last part. He says the comments about Asian, Hispanic and Indian wrestlers felt like a broader comment about the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it, it is. Um, I'm not necessarily sure if that was uh, time or place. Um, we got uh, Nathan says, shout out to you guys for having a space like this for rational wrestling fans to listen and discuss the issue. Tony is a fool and did so much damage with that tweet. Um, says, uh, peace, my dudes. Happy New Year's. I feel like Tony reacted to the headline. Swole did not deserve that ridiculous response. That is for sure. Also, um, shout out to Eloquent, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Happy New Year, my bro. Uh, Jay Blood says, pitting marginalized groups against each other uh, to have a take is not it. Uh, it makes you blind. Keep this in mind, everybody. Facts. That's absolutely correct. Um, Alexander again says TK uh, should be above the sniping, even though his response was factual. It did not need to exist. Swole made a bunch of great points, but undermined it by co-signing tokenism as the answer at the end. I, I also want to say this because I have seen several people say that it's not wrong of him to say that her wrestling wasn't good enough. That is just inconsequential to what she said. Mm-hmm. If if her point is that she's not, if, if her criticisms of of the company don't have anything to do with whether she is or isn't good in wrestling, mm-hmm. and I I commented at one point, one of the few things I commented, and I was like, look, you know, she's good enough, and we're gonna leave it at that. And somebody mm-hmm. was like, why do we why leave it at that? Because I just feel like getting into a debate of whether or not she's good enough is mm-hmm. not the point. And it's, it's not absolutely not the point. Yeah, it, I it, spent a big part of my last week defending uh, my take that Randy Orton is not good. Right. Listen, man, the idea that somebody yep. is good is exactly. subjective. It That's is so absolutely exactly. subjective. subjective. And the thing about the whole thing is she made it bigger than herself. She didn't say this is how I feel. Exactly. She said, I feel as a whole, this is what's going on. It was not about our swole. It's about the whole thing. So. Yeah, exactly. remember that. Uh, T. Daniel Barber says, Happy New Year's, guys. Uh, here's some extra money for the extra pod. We appreciate that a we lot. Appreciate uh, right <laughs> Eloquent said, Also, those four ladies put on a banger, put out a banger of a tag match last night. Yeah, I need to night. watch that. I, I was kind of had a bad taste in my mouth at, at last night, so I haven't. I didn't yeah, see it. I, I, I sadly didn't watch it too. Um, yeah. I heard it was a good match, you know. Again, like I am, you know, I am a big supporter of women's wrestling, and I, I don't think that Swole would have wanted to see people that. turn against the women that are in the ring. You still mm-hmm. should support the women so that they get more time. Like, if if you support what she stood for, I don't think the response to that is to, you know, try to drag women that are also just trying to do their job. Right. 
Uh, I'm curious what this uh, meant here, but uh, Mike says the assumption is more male white fans are interested in wrestling than any other demo. Um, would that be true if stories were written aimed at other demos and what would that look like? Yeah, yeah. No, he's saying that like a Tony Khan and all promoters are assuming that they're marketing towards white fans. And so they they book their shows like that. Would it change if they stopped booking them like that? If they stopped gearing it towards white wrestling fans? That is pretty much what he's saying. And I agree, Mike. Yeah, yeah and I, I do think that that's a very valid question. I mm-hmm. do think that for a long time, wrestling has not tried to market to black fans. Right. And I feel like that is a larger conversation to have. And it's not just that they don't market to black fans. Like, I feel like you can have that conversation with other minorities as well. Yeah. And I think that also goes back to you know, something I've said on this show several times, you got to support the wrestlers, man, because yep. if you support the wrestlers, they know that the demand is there. That's and, it. And, and listen, I said also a few episodes back, like, none of these companies love us, man. They're companies. We are Protects. customers. Yep. Your job as a customer mm-hmm. is to let this company know we want something. So, you know, you got you to gotta support the wrestlers, man. Yep. And oh, that's what- yeah. I, I am so glad that we got to be the, the Saturday podcast here to have this discussion um because look i'm gonna start off by saying this uh because i had a resolution last year it was kind of middle of the year resolution but it's definitely my new year's resolution um and that is that i am 100 and i told sean this the other day i am 100 done having beef with people um yes, i, I don't have beef, i ain't got beef with nobody I promise you if you got mm-hmm. beef with me you're beefing with yourself but yeah. like um i have beef with nobody Mm -hmm. however uh, (laughs) i do because right now i'm only ever going to have beef with takes i'm only ever going to have beef with your ideas because and the reason i say that is because ideas and takes can change and Mm -hmm. i am willing to accept that people can change their ideas and that uh now granted if all your ideas are just i'm an asshole it's gonna be a it's gonna take some convincing but um for the most part i ain't got beef with nobody especially Mm -hmm. in the wrestling community especially Mm -hmm. in the black wrestling community Mm -hmm. no beef with anybody like i Mm -hmm. said you got beef with me beefing with yourself Mm -hmm. but as far as i'm concerned um got no beef with anything but ideas Mm -hmm. so ideas that i do have a beef with uh just happen to be um the idea that because i knew this would happen right having this conversation was going to uh, the the moment all of this happened it took it the only place this could go AEW versus wwe yeah only place that conversation is ever going to go right Mm -hmm. and so of course this comes up it's immediately wwe is wakanda um that (laughs) is uh don't please don't no but you don't you know i'm right right like that's that's that is yeah. the take out there, right? <laughs> oh God! And so, again, and and I hear it from, uh, and this is where the diversity conversation has to define itself because uh, I, I've seen the arguments being had, right? Where like um, somebody said, "See, this is why WWE is more diverse because they got Big E as world champion, <laughs> I right?" Saw that but too, then, and it's like, right? Nah, but the, somebody said that, right? But then the comment immediately under was from somebody Asian who was like. But what about jacket time? That's the most mm-hmm. offensive thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you're like, but you're willing to accept that they're more diverse because 
they get black representation right um but See? diversity uh, yeah and they're like but as an asian person i feel like akira tozawa is a comedy he's character. a ninja bro yeah and like yeah and so when i saw that like that was a little bit eye-opening i saw it around like 3 a.m and i wish i could find the tweet um i've been up a long time um <laughs> so i saw that tweet right and i that kind of put into perspective for me again just like kind of understanding a view because all of a sudden again um the diversity conversation when you simply say there is no diversity then all of a sudden minority groups kind of start getting pitted against each other exactly. i don't want to see that like we do not need that. i don't want to see that at all we're all in the same gang and so, so Again, what I want the conversation to center around is black representation, mm -hmm. um, right? Because I don't want to dismiss um, other minority groups who, in one regard, are getting what they want, or in other regards, aren't getting what they want, right? So um, that's how I feel on that particular topic, and that's why I'm like, don't do that. Don't just simply don't, start. Don't. don't don't cape for one mm -hmm. uh, because of one's issues, because all of a sudden it's going to muddy Flood the waters. Gates. And that's yeah. not and that's you don't no, want that. Bro you brownie brownie points do not, you know, fix this. Giving WWE mm -hmm. brownie points for doing things does nope. not fix the entire issue. Right. This is an industry wide issue. And mm -hmm. then if we're going to have a real conversation about it, we need to have a real conversation. Right. And, you know, to that point, if you are mad about Big Swole, Support her where she goes. Don't just be mad at AEW because they didn't do what you want to see done with her. If you do feel like that she was done wrong here, support her at that Fight Club Pro show. Boom, boom. Support her on Black Fight Wrestling Club Matters. Boom, boom. Like, support Battle what she's Club doing. Pro. Thank you. Like support yeah. what she's doing outside of And she's of facing this. Trisha Dora. Like exactly. So come you on. Know, support what she's doing before while I'm trying to knock my laptop off the desk. Yeah. Okay. Hey, we got some more super chats to read. Probably a lot more. Uh, we got uh, Nathan <laughs> says, uh, "Hell yeah!" Shout out to Chicago. Uh, we some true shot town steppers. Yes. Uh, Jacob <laughs> says, "Just tuning in. Thank y'all for saving my Saturday morning with awesome content. Uh, thanks for the show. It don't even feel like Saturday morning because last night was such a right." new year right yeah, and it's yeah. snowing outside uh it says blessing to y'all and happy new year uh let's see what else do we got uh and i've got to get over to the uh humper chats as well <laughs> it's um, Liddy. yes uh and kate says i'm so perplexed because it seems like they're working on the thing she pointed out also hiding here after going uh mini viral um happy new year guys <laughs> shout out to kate yeah shout, shout out, to kate. out to kate indeed irene uh says all minorities tend to equate diversity with their own representation and no one else it's a deep convo for this that twitter can't properly host Big that's, fast, that's really and that's why yeah. i feel like diversity is 100 is mm -hmm. is not necessarily the right word you want to use it's not um because uh again it covers you, a whole lot it covers a whole yours. lot and i'm not here i'm only here right now to talk to the black experience because mm -hmm. that's the experience i so, have that's what i know um, yeah. and i'm not here to dismiss anybody else's experience never. and the, the one thing you'll never catch me doing um if you do it shout out to you whatever um but the one thing you can't catch me doing just because i'm not that guy is that i can't use my experience and my plight to diminish yours right. um i'm never gonna try and make somebody feel like they didn't have one because i did right um because i think i think it's valid uh and that's the conversation for diversity mm -hmm. 
But I ain't talking about diversity. I'm talking about black representation. Yo, somebody so, uh, was tweeting about talking about light skins and black. I'm like, let Will handle that one. I can't. Yeah, I know. I, and again, <laughs> the, the, and then, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm a first off, boy. I don't know what you yeah. want from me. <laughs> first off, you know what's funny is I get that a lot uh, <laughs> because everybody's like, oh yeah, they, you know, Will's the light skin dude on the show. First off, <laughs> a big piece of that is my lighting. <laughs> Because I just happen to have this big ass ring light and this big ass screen. Literally, if you turn all this shit off, um, like I didn't get a ring light, so I could be extra black. What's up? Uh, <laughs> I'm only slightly lighter than Phil, but I'm gonna turn but, the lights off but, in this room. But by comparison, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, the light skin dude." When they're talking about Will. Anyway. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> Y'all know how light-skinned people are. They're sensitive. The, the, the beige meter jumping up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Envy. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, still coming through reading uh, Super Chats. Because, um, again. There's a million. There's a million. <laughs> no uh, one expected this. Shanika. Uh, hey, Shanika. Mostly what's working up, today, up? but just wanted to say thank you for having a grown folks conversation like grown folks. Hey, we grown folks. Um, hey. Love y'all and happy new year. Thank you. Uh, happy new year to you, too. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I see some arguing going on in the chat. E. Uh, e. Let's see. I see uh, here we got David says, big time love and respect to you all in the new year. Thank you for this much needed conversation, maturity, respect, and dignity, all firmly intact. Appreciate that. Says, you guys are excellent. That perspective up next was eye-opening. This is honestly an excellent discussion, an example of how we should talk. Um, And again, everybody's welcome here. I do want to put out there, we also did invite Big Swole on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I would like to say this, because I do think like sometimes people are like, oh, well, if we all come to the conversation respectfully, then we'll all be hurt. Hey, man, sometimes you got to bang on that door, man. Like yep. if it's the pot quote, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you keep banging on the door. We are hungry. We need some food. Like at some point, man, it's not that anymore. We're like, kicking the door. We're in, kicking bro. the door in, man. Yep. Like, and yep. so listen, like sometimes it doesn't matter how well that, you know, you say something, people are just not going to listen. And I feel like that says everything to how Big Swole addressed this because she didn't come in a disrespectful way. Everything she said was respectful. It was well-intentional. It was just too, everything was too on the money of things we've seen before. You say something and they make you the angry black person. And sadly, sadly, that's what happened here. They put it on Leo. They put it on Darius Lockhart. Like, it's just like... It's such a terrible situation of what happened here. And can I talk about one little piece that um, I feel gets a little overlooked here? Um, And this is where I really feel like Tony uh, messed up here. Um, He, in this process, undid his biggest piece of goodwill. Um, And that is that uh, because you can't have the conversation again because this is going to come up. All right. But the thing Tony Khan undid was the conversation about releases mm-hmm. and not releasing anybody in a oh, pandemic. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, because my point here is that um, taking this all at face value, let's say that's all true. Tony Khan in AEW chose 
not to uh, pursue uh, Big Swole any longer. They chose to let her go. Um, and Big Swole uh, feels that it was a little more mutual, but ultimately, if it was the case, um, that she was indeed let go. Mm-hmm. It was more to his benefit, in my opinion, to let her have that, yep. to save the face of being able to say that I haven't released anybody. Mm-hmm. Look, this was a mutual decision. She walked yeah. away, um, and that's that. But by getting defensive over that and then saying, well, no, you didn't walk away from us. We walked away from you. Now, all of a sudden, this now brings up the conversation. And granted, she was not released from her contract. And I'm not going to say, and I'm not here saying she was released from her contract. But I am here saying that uh, a lot of people aren't going to recognize the difference. You now publicly said there was a talent I did not want anymore, and Mm -hmm. we let her go. And now the entire conversation about I didn't release anybody in the pandemic doesn't exist anymore mm-hmm. yeah uh and you can and the thing is you could talk about the semantics of all that uh because there are obviously semantics to it it is a lot more than i didn't release somebody from a one-year contract uh, or for i didn't release somebody who was in a three-year contract one year into it right yes we know that mm-hmm. um but again the optics yeah, that was the biggest bad. piece of goodwill of yeah, the year. Real, that was yeah. the biggest bit. That was optics, the biggest man. piece of goodwill of the year, and I feel like it's on decks. Yeah, um, and I, just to what you said, like just the pettiness of coming back and going, "Oh well, you have all of these valid criticisms. Well, we let you go anyway because you mm-hmm. weren't good enough to wrestle here." Like, mm-hmm. no, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> That's not it. <laughs> that ain't it. That's yeah. not it. Um, now, uh, continuing on, Irene says, uh, TK was publicly disrespectful to a very respected member of the black wrestling community. Uh, it's a problem he's going to have to solve now. That's the big thing is that, um, regardless of anybody behind the scenes, anybody in the locker room backstage, um, the fact is, as far as the fans were concerned, she was a part of the community. Um, and that's going to be a, a really hard one to undo. And I would be kind of impressed if you could um yeah so tremaine says so glad sean showed up today uh respect so captain hi the captain man shout out to to sean again (laughs) yeah that was was cool yeah Yeah, yeah. he didn't have to do that and uh, i'm really Mm -hmm. glad he did if Uh, he wants to come back in two weeks he's yeah more than welcome welcome to come back 22nd yes uh and uh hannah says stop using nyla as your bingo on your diversity card let that be stop using that is true but i will also (laughs) stay i will also say to that because i kept saying for the longest time stop saying that this woman is not a black woman because she is that too though and Um. i kept telling people because i made sure when i interviewed her a year ago to get the quote directly from her so people know she is a black woman so Mm -hmm. don't erase her blackness just because you want to you know also be like oh well they've never done anything with black women like Mm -hmm. like but at the same time one black woman as champion doesn't mean that there's not a problem here right Mm -hmm. right um let's see wrestle vibes uh with raven blade says thank you for having this discussion i'm annoyed with tk and even though this won't stop me uh get me to stop watching this is strike one uh happy new year um you know what solves this problem uh Going back to Phil, support wrestlers, not wrestling mm-hmm. companies. Support what yeah. you want to see, um, mm-hmm. and then you don't necessarily run into this issue. If 
pro wrestling, if you have a company doing what you want to see, support that. But don't mm -hmm. necessarily find yourself going, well, you know, this company don't do any of what I want to see, yeah. but, uh, you know, yeah. I support it just because. Yeah. Like, I, I will say that there's kind of become this very there's this very unhealthy relationship with wrestling companies and the owners. And mm -hmm. I think for a while, uh, because he seemed like he, you know, replied to a lot of stuff on Twitter and he listens to a lot of stuff online that, you know, it's like Tony's among us. He's one of us. And it's like, listen, guys, he's still an owner of a company. He's still mm -hmm. a billionaire. He ain't your friend, man. Mm -mm. Like, and, and, and it's like, yo, you can, you can, you can appreciate certain things he does without, you know, trying to make this like familiar, you know, parasocial relationship with this mm -hmm. guy. Like you don't know this guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that kind of is the, the, the underlying issue here though, is that, um, I think because for the longest time I, I've keep in mind, I've been in the internet wrestling community. How old am I? Oh my God. 22 years. Right. I have been wow. on, message boards for a long time right mm -hmm. i registered my first account when i was 13. um i was the game and i had a triple h avatar and like <laughs> you know mm -hmm. i i have been on iwc for a really long time i've been on message boards <laughs> I, I was on message boards with tony khan right so like it's been really 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 long time and i think a big piece of this is that, uh, and unknowingly, by the way, it's one of those like retroactive, like, wait, that user was Tony Khan on DVD-R, mm -hmm. are you fucking serious? Um, yeah. but anyway, um, but the funny thing, so the thing I see about this is um, he does very much view himself as um, a part of the community. And I think that's the piece that he missed yesterday. Mm -hmm. is that um, what Swole did at its core, let's take away any deeper meanings behind anything, at her core, what was posted to Fightful, transcribed by Jeremy, was, uh, sorry, I'm just doing that to pop and crack and laugh <laughs> on the bottom, um, but uh, <laughs> I think, anyway, um, so... What was posted to Fightful? Tantamount to a Glassdoor review. Mm -hmm. All right. Walmart can't then come back and be like, well, you know, we actually saw you um, taking extra bags home. So, mm -hmm. you know, it don't right. matter what your experience was <laughs> mm -hmm. with your managers, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Walmart's not going to do that, right? And, and Keisha, not... she's a great bagger. We have a great time. <laughs> right? with like, man, we, we saw you stealing boxes. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you can't do that, right? Like, officially, they're no longer the, the friend. They mm -hmm. are the power. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they have to approach situations like the power. And they um, and these people that are with the WWE and AEW thing, if they, if they weren't putting fake quotes on Vince McMahon's fake birthday shout outs on there, if this man was really tweeting, do you know how what do you know what he would be saying? Do you know what he would be saying? <laughs> when you trying to shoot some bail for him over there, a 75-year-old man. Do you know what he would be tweeting if he was really tweeting? Let's just keep it there and let's go there. But I think a big piece of this is that um there's there's power now tony there's, there there's power there 
and uh, and people see Tony Khan as the power mm-hmm. um, in AEW, and that when he tweets something, it's uh, no longer just his personal opinion. Maybe he doesn't think Big Swole's that good. Mm-hmm. But the problem is he's now authoritatively speaking on behalf of All Elite Wrestling mm-hmm. that um, I don't think big, that All Elite Wrestling doesn't think Big Swole is that good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah. Um, again, imagine a glass door review getting posted. Mm-hmm. And in response to somebody's review, they then come out and say, well, actually, you weren't that good. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and all they're talking about is the environment. They weren't right. even talking about you. And they actually ended it by saying, hey, me and my manager were cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, again, there's. That's the wild part. She said, thank you, TK. That was cool. And he yeah, was like, man, nah. that is that is crazy. And, you know, to your analogy, that's like if somebody did, they come back and like, no, 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 no. We saw you still in boxes. You put mm-hmm. you you hung the tissue in an improper fashion. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, granted, like I said, they in that same analogy, the employer is within their rights to have seen the situation differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they're also in a responsibility to the public to kind of let that shit go. Right. Um, because yeah. uh, going again with the glass door analogy, um, this is not the uh, last person who's going to leave AEW and mm-hmm. likely not the last person who's going to leave AEW with a uh, not so positive experience. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I guess I could very much see. Uh, and I'm not saying I know anything, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> no, but like, just look at the way everything's going, right? Like, I could very much see a, uh, just in a couple of months, the way this went, like, you know, well, Brian Cage wasn't really that good anyway, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All it comes down to is, Tony Khan, you don't have to respond to every single thing that people say about you or your company. Just say that R- Rampage is coming on on Friday and we're going to Rampage at 8. That's it, man. You don't have to. You don't have to engage. We know you are part. You've been here for a long time. But, like, some things you could just be hands-off with, my bro. That's it. Just book those dope matches. Let me have a good time on Wednesday and Friday nights and sometimes Saturday nights. And that's pretty much it, man. It doesn't have to get – it did not have to be here. Could have just all been avoided by just skipping over it. It's been fine. The the way – what really how I want to leave it is you don't have to show me anything. Any promoter in the world, you don't have to show me shit. I mean, you don't you don't have to you don't have to prove anything to me. You have to show me. Show me what you're gonna do. Show me that black wrestlers are going to be res- represented. You don't have to say, oh well, hey, we have this. No, just keep showing me. Keep proving yeah, that I, this I is what's going a, on. I don't, I don't care about quote. yeah. I don't care about all these num- times and quotes and numbers. No, just show me when and people when they say show me, they mean dynamite. So put some hey. black people on dynamite, bro. Hey, put some like, black people on rampage. Like I recognize that um, that. Uh, by this time next week, we'll be talking about the new TBS champion, Jake Cargill. And we'll be talking about the new AEW world champion, Brian Danielson, <laughs> too. So But like yes. we'll be talking about Jake yes. Cargill as, yes. as as champ, yes. right? And like that's that's a huge win. And um I I I anticipate the conversation. Watch this space. You're gonna look at Twitter, you're gonna see people go, Oh, well, this is just in response, blah blah blah. Even though you knew from day one she Come was on. gonna win. Like, Everybody knew from day one. I mean, if you follow yeah. my tweets, I've been saying you know from day one. Come on. I um, have I already have it like in my drafts of like uh, the moment the TBS title was uh hinted when it was rumored, I said 
Oh, it's for Jay Cargill. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, I remember and I that. said, remember this tweet. Jay Cargill is going to win that TBS championship. And before it was even announced, that was just when Andrew Zarian uh, dropped the rumor. Yeah, uh, and man, it just, it. what really sucks is if Jay does not win, there's going to be a, a contingent of fans that thinks that it got changed to give it to Ruby so that there wasn't a perception. It just feels like that's what makes it even worse that he said that, that because that, he, he puts himself in a lose-lose bad, situation bad, with this outcome. Time, and it's like time, people time are just going to come for him no matter who wins this title next week. And that's unfortunate because the TBS tournament has been fantastic. It's been great. Oh, my and, God. Yeah. So many great matches. And, and so, I, I think Jade had the performance she was looking for on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, when a lot of people have said, you know, where's that Jade Cargill performance? I felt Wrestling like he talk? had it. Uh, Wrestling talk here? No, that's just <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway. So, so I would want to read a couple more uh, super chats. Uh, Kate says, "Will and I have huge heat. Don't believe this." Uh, <laughs> I believe it. Uh, uh, Dell says, "Then now Wakanda forever." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, Real oh says, "Thank God. you guys. It's important to have oh, these convos in order to set the record straight, heal, and eventually move to a regulation." Er, oh yeah, revolution. I wanted to say something. Will was saying earlier he ain't beefing with nobody. If you're beefing with Phil, you're beefing with Righteous Reg. I want that to be on record. All right. Amen. Look, I I, uh, I took that stance last year, and I got in Phil's crossfire. I got in his crossfires, and I'm like, you I'm know sorry, what? guys, coming <laughs> in hot, man, coming well, in hot. <laughs> here's the thing. I again, I disagree with takes, and a lot of people that uh, have beef with Phil have takes that I do not agree it's with. Hand in hand. So keep in mind that uh, I don't have a beef with you, but I may have a beef with how you feel. Um, and, but the cool thing is like, I, I, I really, no, we're not. Cause when I say, place. I don't want to be, y'all, are, uh, y'all was, are tiring and annoying. Cause, I'm cause tired really, Leave cause us really when I, the th- when I say I don't want to be part. with people anymore, like, I think one of the things I think that sucks is like when somebody says like, you know, they have a bad wrestling opinion and then people like go grab their profile picture and are like, well, look at this fucking right, asshole. Yeah. They're like, but. Come on, man! Like like, it's wrestling. It's wrestling, guys. Let's let's keep it about their take. Like their take was bad and all of that. That's fine. But but you know, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I have to deal with that. As soon as I say a bad take, well, your music sucks. What does my music have to do? Yeah, it's it's the same. Yeah, exactly. But and I'm like, you know what? Let's 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 keep it about what we were talking about. Like mm -hmm. I feel like you've lost an argument the second that an argument is going on, and you're like. Man, but look at your shoes. Right. Look at your shoes. Yo, so man, real quick. Uh, Hit him with the Doug funny. <laughs> oh, hey, real quick. Because, real quick, just because I just got on camera, I just want to say shout out um to my daughter, Veda, who surprised me for Christmas with my Grap City t-shirt. Oh, uh hey, I man. had no shout idea. Out, she so, killed it. So That's yeah, she, uh, yeah, my so, daughter got me a Grapsy t-shirt for my so, so so can I say this on show now that I ordered our merch, by the way. Mm. And somebody got us, man. Somebody stole Ooh. my package, bro. Somebody, hey, somebody walking around somebody somewhere is right walk, walking around with Grap City merch in the Chicago area. <laughs> hey man. Hey, if you see it too, you'd be like, one, <laughs> thanks for the free advertising. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I, yo, somebody you. got it. So, um, no, but real quick, the thing that I did appreciate that Sean said is that um, 
I do think that there are some black people online when we disagree and it turns into oh y'all shucking y'all cooning yeah. mm-hmm. and like look there's there's been certain certain people that come at me with this and I ignore it and to be honest with you um for a minute it really bothered me because you know I really care about you know putting a highlight on certain things for black wrestlers I really care about trying to help the wrestlers as much as we can. And I don't like people trying to misrepresent, you know, what I stand for and make it seem like, you know, I'm just, you know, shucking for this company or shucking for this cause or right. whatever else. Because that is never the case. And I feel like if you know me or you follow my work, that's just never been what I've been trying to do. Right. And so if 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 there is a beef with people, because I'm not going to say what Will said, like if there is a beef, it is. Oh, a I beef. know he's not. <laughs> I know yeah, if if there is a beef, I feel like it's a beef with people attacking my character and it's like mm-hmm. oh, if you just don't agree with me cool but that's fine don't attack my character based yeah. off of that like that's corny mm-hmm. to me like don't do that like, you don't know me bro because of some wrestling takes don't be by, talking to me by like the that. way mf doom hoodie by the way doom man yes. to the homies. That's what's um, we found out that he passed on new year's eve last year so again yep. rest in peace to the, mm-hmm. to the god uh mf doom yeah Let, let's see we All got caps. nate w says being a minority means nothing being a minority does not automatically make you an ally to black people. There are many anti-black racists. Um, yeah, that That's is true. very true. And that is why, again, um, there are conversation talking about black representation. Yeah. Uh, because um, minorities may not always see uh, eye to eye with each other. Mm-hmm. And I very much... They pit us against each that. other in all yeah, facets we, of life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, and thanks everybody for being with us on this. Saturday. Yeah, this is crazy. This is, one, this is <laughs> hands down the most successful episode we've ever had mm. uh, in super chats and viewership. And it beat everything. that one re- the releases episode. Huh? The releases episode was going crazy. Hey man, this yeah, yeah, y'all don't have to support us every time something bad happens. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Come through. We're man. fun. We are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking about crazy stuff. Yep. Uh, let's see. Mike says people always want to counter the representation issue with specific examples. There will always be exceptions, but exceptions are never a fix. Right. Which again, we're talking representation. But what about that one match three years yeah. ago? <laughs> uh, easy attack. Do you think Leo's public criticism of TK was the right approach? I love Leo, but it seemed a little counterproductive. Chris Ely. I'm I think emotions. Any- yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man. I don't emotions know anybody's happen. Approach. Like it's it's hard to say. Like he shouldn't have done that because like I, if you're in the moment and you're feeling like it, you're like, yo, no, I'm about to let it let it rip, bro. Come on. I, yeah, Beyblading it. Um, but, you know, uh, but no, you know, I don't know if I would say that because I think the thing that we love about Leo is Leo is real and Leo will tell you exactly what he feels. That's this what he did it. with WWE. Yeah, and that's what he did in this situation. And yep. I don't feel like he that's what I appreciate it. about him. Yeah, so I don't I don't feel like he disrespected Tony. I I think he just was like, no, I don't like this, and you owe her mm-hmm. an apology, and that's valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he, I don't feel like he said anything disrespectful. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess like I said, the the only thing I'm gonna say about uh, Tony and the um, the the minority issue with him is that I don't think it is a good idea or productive to the argument to discount his own minority status i think if anything approach it from a place of understanding because mm-hmm. i think we all uh and i recognize the first thing anybody's going to say to that is why is it always black people's responsibility to do that it's not it's everybody's responsibility to do that i think it's everybody's responsibility because i want that from everybody that you come to any situation any type of argument um that is about representation 
from a place of um, understanding the current view in order to get the view, in order to get your view heard. That's mm -hmm. not to say that you have to agree with it because that's the thing is understanding and agreement are two entirely different things. Right. Um, and it's always felt to me like understanding something helps articulate the argument that you try want to get across to get the thing that you dislike to change. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's always how I'm going to feel. That's how my mama taught me. Um, and she's hey. the greatest woman on earth. Uh, so shout out to my mom who yep. bought me a nice coat for Christmas. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Always <laughs> keeping me warm. Uh, That's a fact. <laughs> so, she knows but, it's about uh, to be snowing. Yes. But, but on top of that, I will say too, part of, you know, if you're going to say that what Leo did is counterproductive, um, that's the problem with Leo, with uh, TK making this an online thing. Once he tweeted it, now, yes, you know, game. you open the floodgate for people to respond to and it. 240 characters is not enough for any conversation, man. Like, mm -hmm. not. Like, don't do this. Don't do mm -hmm. that. Uh, Tom says, hello, lads. Just wanted to say this is my first show listening to yourselves and also to feel or to say I feel more enlightened on diversity issues within the wrestling industry through today's episode. Much love from a future listener, Tom. I'm loving appreciate everybody. Appreciate you, up. Tom. Thank yeah, you. let's yeah, go. Uh, I really appreciate, appreciate that. Shout out everybody that's brand new. Um, this is dope. We just, yep. you know, hey man, New Year, new us. Yeah. Shout out, uh, Brian said, "Thank you guys for doing this on your day off. It's been an extremely educational, level-headed conversation." You know what though? There's one more conversation to have, by the way. Um, that's real, real important. But uh, Sean uh, DM'd me said, "You guys go as long as you want," and I said, mm, "I actually launch. didn't say anything to that because I'm not typing um, mm -hmm. on this podcast." But Sean, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. He said, "TK made the mistake." This is from R. Dickinson. Uh, TK made the mistake of taking this personally and reacting personally. Now wrestlers and fans have license to take this issue and tweet personally. That's the point. That's it. That's also very true. Open the floodgates. The floodgates are going to open. Yep. Uh, shout out to RBR Wrestling's B-Rob. He says, uh, in my military years, uh, we come up as peers. It's a different ball game when you get promoted. Uh, you can be cool, but we ain't friends when it's work. And that right. goes with the point of what we were talking about mm -hmm. 10 minutes ago about, you know, you're not everybody's friend anymore right um and rizzo says just found you guys really respect the conversation uh let's see and uh ali sheen's playground says swell was wrong tk had a right to defend himself um, um you forgot the f is, but uh that is a take but i will i will i will phrase it to you this way and i will just challenge you to listen to her podcast because I think you got to get again. You got to get the full scope of everything she's saying. And if you're saying that he had the right to defend himself, you're phrasing it like she attacked him. She did not right, attack she him. She didn't attack so him. So it, it, to say that she was wrong, she is not wrong to lob constructive criticism at a company that she worked for. A lot of people feel the way. A lot of wrestling fans feel the way that Swole feels. That's just a, an actual fact. I hear a yes. lot of black wrestling fans say. I don't watch AEW because it, there's no representation for me. There's no one that looks like me. There's no one that acts like me. I hear that often. So I hear that it's a lot. Not yeah. just out that out of yeah, the air. I, she wasn't just talking. This I, is a real thing. You got to take a piece from this as well. That I think one of the most insightful things that she said in this is that she had a conversation with her daughter, and her daughter was watching mm -hmm. AEW, and she told her like, "I don't see anybody that looks like me mm -hmm. on our programming, mom." And like, if you're a parent and you hear that from your kid, you know. You feel a way, and I, right. I, I, I do think that, you know, that's part of how, why she came to, 
you know, the conversation the way she did. So it's wrong. It's hard for me to just say that she's just wrong. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah, like, it, it, it is too. And, mm-hmm. and like I and and maybe it's because my kids are like kind of hardcore. Um, Cause like from the other perspective, my daughter, big wrestling fan, right? Um, I, as a matter of fact, I'm sorry, Reg, I'll bring some Boston baked beans, but I got to take her to raw because she wants to go see Bianca. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, like, I bought the tickets. Uh, I'm taking her to Raw, right? The show 35 bucks? Um, I don't know what I spent. <laughs> uh, but, but, she wants to see, but she wants to see Bianca, right? But I will say, she loves Jay Cargill. She thinks Jay Cargill is the coolest, right? Mm-hmm. She's like real life Storm. Yep. Um, yeah, she also thinks Red Velvet is awesome. Awesome. Uh, so Red Velvet, cool. by the way. Come on, man. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> stir it up, stir it up. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, she got to argue it with my boy, uh, my daughter. I'm gonna tell the story real quick. So um, I don't know what it was, what they were talking about, but my daughter thinks the stir it up gesture is like cool as hell, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, my my boy is over. He's basically like an uncle to her, and they were like arguing about something. And he was like, "You want to get the heads or what?" And she was like, "Yeah, we can get the heads." And then he was like, "What is that? Is it what, what is what is this?" <laughs> 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 and she's like, she's like, you're gonna get stirred up. That's what it is. And then mm. uh, he's like, stir what up? <laughs> mm. And she's like, like straight out your mama's kitchen. Insane, and, uh, man, um, dropping bars on. And he's like, what does this even mean? And mm. I turned around and I'm like, it's, 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 it's a wrestling thing. It's just yeah. red velvet. And he's like, what? And just watching this all transpire was funny as hell. But mm-hmm. again, I do see it. I, I see where kids want to see themselves represented. Shout out to Little B, the bass guy, if we're talking about stirring it up, too. I would be stirred remiss up, if up, I didn't up. say Lil B's name, because he will appear out of thin air with some white woman's feet next to him. Also. <laughs> Josh says, um, first time watching this in full, and can I say, I will watch every episode going forward. Y'all are a force for good. Please keep it up, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man, I would love to be caught up on these, though. Ronan says, uh, <laughs> do you think if they sign Keith Lee, he will immediately be in the title picture? Uh, as much as I really like Will Hobbs, I don't think he's ready, but I could easily see Lee in the title picture on day one. Say this. What is ready? What's ready? What's ready? What's ready? It's What's a, ready? Who's ready al- for anything? It's an Alicia Keys song. Um, uh, yeah, really like, I mean, like I said, I, again, what I want to <laughs> see does that is mean? what I want to see is the path. Uh, what I want to see is what I've seen, what I saw with Hangman for two years. What I saw, because nobody at any point, unless you were the dumb asshole, and there were people who were, um, was like, oh, Hangman's not going to get pushed. Everybody knew mm-hmm. it. Uh, yeah. Everybody knew that you knew it from day one. Hangman was yeah, and I mean, not that day WWE one. show that nobody's gonna watch today. Make sure. <laughs> like, but, I but do. See, that that goes was... back to the your wrestling is not good enough because it just feels like from the outside looking in that it just feels like black wrestlers have to prove themselves yep. a lot more than other wrestlers do. It just seems like yep. like everything we have to work twice as hard to yep. feel like we belong, and I just mm. don't. And I mean, I feel that way definitely with this Jade conversation. Every time I say that she should be champion, people are like, oh, well, she's not ready. And it's like, well, let her show you she's ready. Like, mm-hmm. at least give her a chance. Like, come on. Right. Yeah. Um, but as far as Keith Lee is concerned, uh, I will say this because we didn't get to do a show last week. Cody won the TNT title on Christmas. 
and that had a lot of eyebrows raised, right? Of like, what the hell? Like, Cody's champ again. But I'll say this. The idea of Cody open challenges yep. was great. I loved that, it. That was yeah. one of the best things mm-hmm. happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they could get that with every free, week on Dynamite, they need it. And with you the free I mean? agencies that's out there, like the one thing we didn't get to see is, uh, and I thought it should have been the case. I said that Cody keeps doing these open challenges, right? I feel like if we're going to keep the open challenge up, he needs to lose it in an open challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he didn't. He lost it uh, to Darby, who was number one contender for like three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't do an open challenge. And I feel like the story is still there for Cody to bring back the open challenge and somebody to just answer it and beat him. And if if I... There's two were guys writing, that if I were writing, arms. I know. If I were writing this... Okay. Let's remove... Yeah, let's remove my personal one from that. But I think... Well, actually, I won't say that, though. Because I want to see him get more of a significant build. If anything, I feel like if Cody is, you know, getting all cocky and all of a sudden big ass Keith Lee just comes out Mm -hmm. and and it's like, oh shit. And then you do the Brody match where it's like he did not see Keith coming and he beat the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. That would be amazing. That's what I would do. Uh, if, if it were me, if I wanted to bring in, and it seemed like somebody else trying to feud with Darby Allen. I feel like if Keith Lee wants to, uh, to, I mean, I feel like if you wanted to bring in Keith Lee with a splash and make it seem like, look, this is a dude who is important and is a big deal and is a force because look at his size and look at what he can do. I'd have him be Cody day one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that's what I would do. Uh, but anyway, Brent says this was such an awesome adult and rational conversation you know what there's still a little bit more to go uh we sure um we, about to <laughs> we sure took place on the internet uh love this show to an unhealthy level we love you thank you uh Appreciate you. says i find it strange how in all this nyla rose is being erased in the convo as if she wasn't the first black trans women champion i guess her blackness isn't enough for black twitter um um that's yes, yes and no um, yeah we'll just say that yes and I, no. I, I don't want i don't want her to be tokenized and i know she doesn't want to correct be. um so there is that uh but i also don't want her to be erased from the conversation either mm-hmm. so right um there's a couple of ways about that bronze squib says they knew uh who leo was when they signed him and he said nothing wrong uh it was a nice it was nice to see a roster member straight up call out the disrespect hey i listen i respect it um mm-hmm. you know i i like leo man and i mean, me too I it could be taken away, but at the same time, I think it was incredibly brave for him to do that, man. I think so too. Um, does this situation cause anyone to realistically second guess their decision to join AEW? I've talked with wrestlers in the last twenty four hours. Um, a few of them. Um, as a matter of fact, I've talked with one in the last two hours on this show. <laughs> uh, you tell me. Um Let's see. Yoko says TK should have taken the Chappelle approach and ignored it because, like Dave said, Twitter is not a real it's, place. I mean, how much has Dave been ignoring? Like Dave has been telling us for months that he he got beef with with a certain community. Like I need mm-hmm. I need Dave to kind of relax too. Yeah, yeah most <laughs> definitely. Uh, Terrence says first time watching the show feels like a breath of fresh air after the storm of takes I read last night. Uh, Justin says uh that company has pushed a lot of green women so trying to use that against swole and or jade shows a lot of these fair. fans true very fair mm-hmm. 
Um, oh my God, caught up on super chats. Unfortunately, Ooh. I mean, and fortunately, there's humper chats as well. Uh, yeah, caught up. Uh, yep, because <laughs> <laughs> Saturday morning, Ursher, huh? <laughs> uh, Murph says, uh, Tony deserves to be able to defend his product, but the last line did not need to be said. Even though Swole is not great in the ring, wrestlers like Hobbs and Sheeta should also not be attacked for having a better experience as a minority in AEW. And that's the thing is, again, we talked about invalidating people's experiences. Um, you, you can't one you way can't. or the other. It has the to same be on way, both sides. Yeah, yeah, it has to be on both sides, right? Like, uh, Hikaru Shida um, is somebody who moved to the United States for AEW, um, spoke very little English when she got here, and... Uh, did a kick-ass promo on Wednesday. Did English. a kick-ass promo on Wednesday. <laughs> well, yeah, and the funny thing was, she, she talked about it. She mm -hmm. said she started taking acting classes after she lost her uh, title, and that, you know, being kept off of Dynamite was her request that... She felt like she wanted to return to TV with some some acting chops. She felt like she wanted to bring more to the table. And she is bringing it to the table, right? Mm -hmm. Like, now we see Sheeta yeah. on TV cutting promos yeah. on um, on Serena Deeb. Like, this is not the Hikaru. Like, we've seen her in the ring. But mm -hmm. We have not seen the fire from her uh, she, she until this run. She's definitely evolving. Um, right. See what's happening on YouTube, too, man. Mm -hmm. Respectfully. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Alicia says, "So, are we going to talk about the Brandy promo here as well? That's the next topic." Oh, um, oh, and I uh, forgot about Brandy. Nerdstrom says, "People, Brandy. See, people seem to see diversity as a singular issue rather than an umbrella term. It is. You can be diverse in many ways, but you can still be lacking in some. Much love, guys. Appreciate your work. That is the key. That mm -hmm. you can't just say something is not diverse if it doesn't represent you." which mm -hmm. is why you have to speak to your own representation right. um, because uh, otherwise it's a losing argument, right? Um, that I saw one of the worst accounts on Twitter um, tweet out the whole like, uh, see, we're right. It's all elite white people. And then immediately people lash back with, what are you talking about? Lucha Bros are champions. Um, and uh, you're dumb. Yeah. Well, it's a, a lot. Of, but again, they start bringing up other minority groups, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, you focused it on dismissing everybody. Yeah. Um, again, advocate for what you're advocating for mm -hmm. and uh, say what you That's mean. That's it. That's all. You mean black right. representation. You mm -hmm. want black representation. You, and more so, you want black male representation. That is what That's you guys it. want say more that. than anything yeah. else. Mm -hmm. um, and say that um, because that's more of what you're after mm -hmm. and i Come feel on, like man. you'll be heard more if you are more direct but if be you specific. leave if you leave room for <laughs> the semantics you leave room for the semantics yeah and, get... and, and, and let's be all the way honest some of these people that were calling for black men to be represented y'all weren't listening to black women like don't don't nope. don't try to act like you were now you were mm -hmm. not nope. um let's see we got uh amanda uh, Amanda Bassaro uh, says, love you guys. Thank you for such great conversations and insight. Grab City and Fightful rules. Um, and I think that's it. Guys. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Got one. Numlocks. Uh, it was nice of Sammy to try and distract everyone by tweeting uh, of him in Thai hey, smart, kissing. Smart move. Smart move. Hey, man. He's like, wait, there's heat on us. Let's kiss. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris said, make a support wrestlers, not company shirt. Yeah. Um, and 
I don't know if I agree with this. Uh, Sir Linko says Jaden Lethal needed to beat Sammy if Sammy was going to lose the title. A perfect way to develop that title uh, can change on an open challenge. Um, I think an open challenge. Look, I love Sammy. I think Sammy is a great performer. Um, Sammy probably had, other than FTR's tag title reign, the first title reign I've ever felt that didn't hit in every way. Um, It was the first time I felt like the TNT title didn't feel like the top, didn't feel like a top tier title was his run. Uh, And that's okay. Not everyone's going to. Um, That's not an indictment of Sammy as much as it's just not everybody's run is going to be a home run. Um, And sometimes I feel like you need to hit the reset button. Mm -hmm. Should it have been Cody? I don't know. Uh, But I do think Cody's the most over. Cody's the one that people are going to want to see lose the title that mm-hmm. last year, or I guess it's 2020. Uh, so two years ago when the TNT championship uh, open challenge was going on, that was the guy you were all tuning in to see. It was hot. Mm-hmm. And you were seeing, and we saw guys come in from that. We saw Eddie mm-hmm. Kingston. We saw uh, Ricky Starks. We saw Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, and then we got the, uh, my BWM chat didn't get read. It was the card, or maybe I missed it. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, support Black Wrestlers Matter. Uh, Black Wrestlers Matter is going to be fire yeah, in February. It's, uh, coming up um, in February. Uh, they got some cr- a crazy match card out there as well. Sorry, Val. Uh, and also support Ohio Wrestling Alliance. They have a great show coming up. Support uh, what's the homies in Texas? Not New Texas. Um, Damn, that show's good. I'll retweet it. It's a ho- bunch of the homies. It's going to be in February also. It's like, yeah, man. There, Hobbs, there are options, there. guys. Not man. Hobbs, uh, AJ Gray, Trisha Dora, a bunch of people. There's so many black wrestling places and companies and wrestlers to actually put your time and space into. So find them and do that. And we don't have to keep doing this every week. Yeah. Well, if- speaking of shit, I don't want to do every week. Okay. Number four topic was Big Swole, by the way. So it's five and four we got through. Are you sure? Can we skip to number two? <laughs> um, mm, so mm. I'm just going to say straight away, this Lambert stuff is bad. It's awful. not good. It's terrible. Um, having him come on and run her down the way that it did, he did, I understand it's supposed to get heat and whatever. It's just not good. It's very these two dated. things happening in the same week is not a good. Look. Yeah, it just, can just I, can the I... way that the way that he started that promo, I just didn't like anything about it. I mean, mm-hmm. you got like a, a new mother coming back to TV, and you're right. calling her a stripper and all this stuff. Like, it, it, is... it just was gross. I don't, I don't really need that. Like, it just isn't. I'm, I'm not with it. It's just not for me. Let me tell you where it lost the plot for me. Where Lambert as a whole has lost the plot. So, I think the idea because. You know, there are AEW critics out there. Lots of them. The idea of bringing an AEW critic character into the show is not inherently a bad idea. I was at the first show that Lambert appeared at. I actually thought, um, hey, kind of a genius move here, right? Using um, Using the criticisms as a character on screen. Somehow he lost that plot a long time ago. Gone. Um, Yeah, him outright saying he was cornet this week is like bad mm, yeah Uh, that was that but the thing was he wasn't like saying cornet shit this time uh Mm -hmm. and that i was like okay now this was like like, a a 1999 ecw promo he was it definitely felt like it felt like the the jericho 
you know, mm-hmm. running down Stephanie McMahon. Um, yeah. And yeah. it just felt very mm-hmm. dated. And it's like, this it was is dated just not, and like, it doesn't I work. Know, I don't know how we got here, but this was not the original, like, the character of the AEW critic brought to life. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is just old dated yeah. Old attitude era bullshit. But yeah. we're focusing a lot on Dan Lambert. When... Well, I just wanted to start with that. To yes. start with the, 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 the premise, the very premise of this segment is bad. Yes. Um, for him to cut this promo on Brandy and not Cody, and then Brandy has to come out and then defend herself, and it takes the, takes the, it diverts from Cody. And it's, and just, it's like, are you guys going to hit this black woman? What is going on here? You're going to so, fight this black woman, Dan Lambert? What? It, it just, it's completely nonsensical. Like, he's saying all this stuff, and then you've got Scorpio standing next to him and just laughing it up, and, you know, she kind of acknowledged that one point. And she did acknowledge. Problem. She was like, uh, she made the line because Scorpio Sky is her like actual blood cousin. It was like, thanks for the support, family. Um, yeah, and it just, oh, it, it's, it's tacky. It's very tacky. And, oh, boy. Then we Should get I be to... concerned by this? My wife just texted me. I'm making a large purchase. Um, yeah, probably. Is she probably. Uh, is she uh, sneaker shopping with the Bucks? <laughs> <laughs> On January first, she said out the gate, like, like look, I, we starting I, this I, year I, off. I right. gotta respond to this. Like, what is large? <laughs> she said, I bought a jet. I'm coming. Uh-oh. I'm coming to the crib wait, with it. Wait, that picture's coming through. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't. Uh oh. That's a don't really do. nice chair. A chair. Uh, yeah, a chair. Mm. I don't even want to know how much. Don't tell me. Don't fucking tell me. Don't tell me. Just leave um, me out of this. Yeah, just leave just me out of this. I don't want to know. Um, but anyway, Brandy. So I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday uh, who wanted to know. Not Tony Khan. Too soon? Uh, no, this was in between the Tony Khan stuff. Uh, this was. Uh, this was. I was having a conversation with a friend who wanted to know, like, exactly where the issue with the black bitch line comes from Mm -hmm. that's valid and uh and they were like because i uh the way this friend put it was um i don't necessarily see what the issue with her calling herself that is um where where is there a problem here and um the way I responded to that was I said, when it comes to self-deprecating terms, in the same way that we all say nigga, right? We can say it, and we do say it. But we mostly say it with each other. I wouldn't necessarily want to put myself in any position to give somebody not black, mm-hmm. specifically somebody old and white, mm-hmm. the authority to respond to me with it. Gotcha. And I feel like if somebody calling themselves a black bitch to a white man, could you imagine if the next line, and I'm saying in a real life argument, if she had said that in a real life argument and then he responded, well, yeah, you are a black bitch. Mm. Right. Ooh. Like, that's wild. You yeah. don't want to give somebody that power. Mm-hmm. Um, no. And that's part of why that's not necessarily or not necessarily vernacular you want to use in that kind of situation. Yeah. And I feel like it was entirely missed on why you don't do that. I'm going to play devil's advocate. Wow. Yeah, give, me, give me the devil's advocate. Look at this. 
Jade Cargill calls herself that bitch. She does. She so does. like, it's different because she doesn't say that black bitch. Um, it is. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're the fair kind because people cause... say people say that they say they describe her as that bitch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're the conversation to have because I mean, you know, jazz that was a big part of her gimmick. Jazz, that was her thing. She say, yep. you know, the, the bitch mm-hmm. is back and the bitch is mm-hmm. black. Um, but the the thing She's that saying I said it to herself. Like, right. It, it, that's yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. But I think the difference here is because I do agree to a, to a degree, but I do think the difference here is perception. And mm-hmm. you know how how this goes, you know, perception yeah. is everything. And I think the way that Brandy is perceived is that she is not genuine when she does stuff like that. I people agree. That's, that's her, what it is. People perceive right. her as someone that does not talk like this in real life. Mm-hmm. And so when you get her on TV doing this, it looks like to some people that she's doing a character. Whether right. that's true or not, right. that's just how it comes off to And people. it doesn't feel like that with Jade at all. This exactly. Jade, and Jade Jade. Jade. Okay, and, yeah. No, granted, Brandy right. explained like where she's coming from. And mm-hmm. uh, I and I was um telling this friend yesterday that um the it, there's nothing wrong with basing your uh character on something else. Like Brandy mm-hmm. explained that like her whole on screen persona is basically Vivica Fox from right. um from Kirby Kirby Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She explained that that's literally what this is all based Meet on. The blacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that's uh-huh. exactly what her her persona is based off. And like mm-hmm. that's fine. Uh yeah. talking to Maria Canella, she once told me that the Ditz character was entirely Lucille Ball. That was mm-hmm. uh what she's trying to channel, the facial mm-hmm. expressions, everything. She watched Lucy and that was what she brought to T V. Um right. and so that I get that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, the piece that I think is missing is that um, it just doesn't feel it, genuine. It doesn't anybody. feel that's it, what it takes away genuine, from Brandy's promos every single time. The hard part is uh, I did a search. Um, I don't know why I was searching for a take on Brandy, and so I typed in. I forgot what words I typed in to even uh, find this tweet. But I ended up coming across some tweets from like almost two years ago. It was right after the Nightmare Collective broke up. And uh, people were praising Brandy for her promos against MJF. And they were like, man, Brandy feels so genuine when she's in this role and she's just like, you know, standing up for her husband. Um, so, like, I don't know where the desire to do the Vivica Fox character came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, after the Jade Cargill thing from last year to repeat it this year. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as she said at the top of the stage, when you heard, who said it was open mic night? Mm-hmm. I thought, oh no. Oh no, it's back. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, I said this on Twitter. I, I don't dislike Brandy at all because you will never catch me. Uh, I can't. I just can't bring myself to bring down any um black person succeeding in pro wrestling right like you know for people who will say well she's she's not the right one she is black and she is in a executive role in a professional Mm -hmm. wrestling company she is the chief branding officer uh that's not something that was just necessarily handed to her she did she does have a background in she did. She was a uh, director of marketing for Africa. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. 
When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com prenatal. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Get what company, but it was a Florida-based company before she signed with WWE, before she even met Cody. Um, so that is stuff she does have background in. Um... Do I necessarily think everything she does on screen is great? No. Uh, <laughs> Look, Brandy Rhodes, I got it. From here on out, get a mouthpiece. Get another uh, person to talk for you. A mouthpiece and, your character, and a mouthpiece. mouthpiece. Your character will be, I don't talk because I'm rich. I'm Brandy Rhodes. I'm great. And you just keep winning matches. Keep letting your mouthpiece talk. And then that's how you get over. You just heal it up. Heal it up. Heal it up. But anytime you talk, people are just going to be talking about that. Because they're fucking haters. So what you need to do is get a mouthpiece. Let them talk. Let your wrestling do the talk because you have improved in the ring. We all have seen it. You've been doing great. So just go get those two belts and shut all these two <laughs> no, up. No, 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 Two but belt brandy. That's what we're leading to. Phil and Will, will say, agree that two no, belt brandy no, should be no, a thing. No. But I will say this. People say some nasty shit about her, right? It's like, They do. People they say awful. some nasty shit. And, like, um, I... I don't like any of that either. Uh, like, you can't be like, oh, I didn't like this promo. Um, so, Brandy, you're the worst. Yeah, you, that, yeah no, you're you can't. Some yeah. shit I can't even say in my house because mm-hmm. my daughter's so, here. But, like, uh, you know, I. Yeah, mm, so. That's not that, the look either. This is why criticize I. Criticize the wrestling. Don't criticize the people. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is why I also recommend people to listen to Swole's podcast because she did speak on there about. The response that she got wearing a black matter black lives matter um mm-hmm. sleeve and how you know she got called certain things she got she specifically brought up daily's place too and and, mm-hmm. and just how she was treated and so i do think that you know whether you like everything brandy does or not i do feel like she is treated unfairly sometimes and she is you she is the target of racism she's quite put a under bit. the and, same exact microscope and, that swore was uh swole was put under and people people don't talk about that part. And I do think there is a piece of this that I really, really don't like. And that's that I just feel like either you're not black enough or mm-hmm. you're too black. And yeah. I feel like there's never it's just never right. Like it's mm-hmm. never the right middle ground for some people. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like in some ways, like Brandy is in this place where it just doesn't matter what she does. Some mm-hmm. people will hate it. And yeah. and I, I mean, whether that's fair or not. I don't know. That's just what that's just what it is. That's where we're at. Um, but no, this promo, this segment was bad. It was, yeah, it was real bad. It was real bad. Yeah, but and like I said, it. I don't. I, I like I said, I want black people to be successful, uh, and she's one of the people I will still root for. Um, oh my God, Reg, you got to put her back in the five hundred this year. Oh no! <laughs> what number is she gonna be? You do. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Thanks for wrestling, Brandy. I'm just kidding, Brandy. You're number one, baby. They're going to be hating on Number one. Two belt Brandy. Scoop, scoop right here Wrestling's next year, 2022. 2022. Number one. Oh, two belt brand. Uh, so, Jay Blood, 
uh, says in open challenge works with an established star taking on popular online up and comers. Sammy needed a big time heel to feud with. Uh, yeah. Um, Brent says uh, he was just saying for the mods. Seriously. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, everybody moderating the chat tonight because mm-hmm. that is not easy. Um, Team effort, guys. It takes a village. Mm-hmm. Kate says, uh, why would TK pay someone to shit on his company? wonder what that was in response to. Um, oh, um, probably to the Lambert stuff. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes that sense. That does make sense. Yeah. But so you got to do it in a more, in a mm, checked, in a, in, a, in a checked way, right? Where like, obviously, you don't want to do it where, because there were a couple of things he said that I thought, don't say that on screen because that's, uh, that kind of breaks kayfabe. Like, don't mm-hmm. come in here and necessarily say wrestlers are doing gymnastics. Right. Don't say that yeah. because uh, that's not, in the context of the show, what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of have to do it all in a way where it is still contextually accurate to the show. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do it in a way where he can get checked. Where right. like somebody he, can, he can get his comeuppance. Like, right. Yeah. Cause like one of the, cause the thing he was doing was where he's like, you know, these, the thing he was saying was these guys are all small here. These guys aren't as tough as my generation's wrestlers were blah, blah, blah. That was the stuff he was starting with. Right. And then Lance Archer comes out who's seven foot mm-hmm. and, uh, and takes him out. That was kind of the point mm-hmm. to, to put him in a place where he can levy the criticisms and then get checked on it. So that mm-hmm. way, the way that's supposed to work is that, you are actively on screen proving the criticism wrong. Mm-hmm. And that's what a character like that can be good right. for. If they come out, throw out the criticism, but not necessarily in a full way, but then all of a sudden they get checked. And maybe they do it for a month and then all of a sudden they get proven wrong and then the criticism's wrong. That's supposed yeah. to be what that's for. You know, after yeah, this, I, mean, I hope that Tony Khan takes on a, he does exactly like Mr. McMahon did after Bret Hart, and he just full on embraces being a giant heel. And during Dynamite, he starts putting his tweets up on the screen while the show's happening. <laughs> what are you doing? No, 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 no. Uh, you no. know what? Actually. Abort, abort. <laughs> don't do that, Tony Khan. I'm joking. This is yeah. a jokes podcast. Shout out, Brian. Shout out, Life of Deem. Said, removed Lambert. You can put I, Every time match. I see Lambert, that's exactly the thing I think about is we could have been watching a women's match. Why are we I, watching I'm this? curious, by the way, I what happens it. with two titles going forward, like, officially. Like, mm. Um, mm. Let's see. Like, when's uh, the last time Britt defended? Uh, she, well, she's defending next Saturday. Oh, that's right. Rio. Come on, man. Rio's Big Rio. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we got Tom uh, says, I've been thinking since he won it that Cody should drop the title to Scott. That said, the idea of Swerve or Keith Lee or Gresham coming in to win is fire. They've been setting up Sky since the beginning. So, like, yeah, yo, like through, they bro. keep setting up because, uh, like, that's the reason that I feel like um, Ethan Page keeps getting the title shots because mm-hmm. it's like he can lose them. Yeah, right. Um, let's see. Yeah. Uh, it's Shucky Ducky says Big Bills Washington with that chair money. <laughs> quack quack. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. All I got was a. I just the last text I got just said bye. So <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> See, she does this to me in a place where I can't respond. That's um, perfect. She's like he's it. podcast, and I'm about to drop it off. Yeah. Uh, Yoko says uh, the promo was bad, and also where the hell was Cody? Why where was, was Cody? Well, why why did does he Dustin come and do something? always have to save his brother's wife? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, because like, are we supposed to be under the impression he wasn't there, and that right. rampage yeah. happened someplace else? Cody's like, go out there, big bro, save her. 
Yeah. Uh, Alexander says, so many folks struggle with Brandy's self-representation because they have a very specific, hardened set of ideas of who she is IRL and what she wants to be on TV. Authenticity is a funny word when applied to black identity. That is a amazing point. That's Mars. That's actually very true. Mm -hmm. R. Dickinson, black nuance isn't taken into account with Brandy. And like, she's a black woman. She could be, she should be able to express herself however the fuck she wants, man. Anytime she says something, people are like, well, you can't do this. You're not black enough for this. You're too black. Well, You're too man, shut I, up. Just let her talk. I, I definitely tweeted this. Like, look, if there are black women that feel a way about what she's doing. Also. Oh, that's, fa yeah, that's fantastic. But, and I, and yeah, I, and I, you know, I, I, stay I, in my place. I said this week that, you know what? That conversation is really for black women to have. Exactly, um, and that that is soon we'll a have a uh, black woman on here, so all this damn male testosterone can go down a little bit, and we can yeah, let them we, kind and, of speak and, for and, themselves. Yes, and we, we uh, and by do. the way, we got guests coming up. We got, we got some. a guest next week. We do got a guest. We next do. Week. We, we do have a guest next week. Yeah. We, we, we had a guest. We had a guest today, which we I, did. I yeah, forgot we about that. We got a guest today. We got a guest next week. We got guests. So uh, I'll mention that. Let me get through these super chats and then I'll let everybody know who our guest is next week. Um, but we got uh, just supporting the great conversation. Russell Joy. Thank you. Russell Joy. Russell Appreciate Joy, you. Russell Joy. Um, Easy attack says I liked Brandy's portion of the promo. She's from the D uh, she's prim and proper until you call her out her name. I think if she sticks with it, uh, the beats, uh, what the beats, the shit hits, uh, will be more crisp. I get it. Mm -hmm. um, um, oof, that is absolutely an unpopular opinion there, Mr. Chris Ely. Um, but I respect it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan says, as a Lambert myself, I don't quit. We're <laughs> <laughs> loving this conversation with y'all. Much love to everyone. And Zeke Jackson says, Phil, can we get a, there's a conversation to be had here on a t-shirt. That is a Phil. Uh, yeah, that is a, a conversation to be had right there. There, There's a conversation to be had, you know? There's a conversation <laughs> to be had about a conversation to be had shirt. Yeah. Y'all ready? We ready. We got, coming up next week, here on Grapsity, the one and only <laughs> Montezzi. Yes. Yes. Big time. Wrestling theme song king, the man behind uh, the Pod vocals man. on Sammy Guevara's theme song. Mm -hmm. He did Big Swole's theme song. He's the co-host of Swerve City Podcast. Yeah, uh, he is family to me. Um, and Rapper, motivational speaker, producer, all kinds of things. Man, this guy does everything. He does everything, and he will be right here with us on this show. Love Montezzi. That is my mm -hmm. guy, um, and he'll be here next week live. Yes. Uh, and hey, Jay Shell said, completely agree with Phil. Swole changed my life. Uh, I took what TK said personally because Swole. of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, nah. I listen, and, and you know, real quick, um, Swole is the first person, the first wrestler I've ever interviewed. Um, and it's just certain things with Swole that, and that's why I've, I've tried to take you know my personal opinion out of it because you know, I like Swerve. I mean, Swole, you know, I like Swerve. But no, I like Swole. And that's why I'm like, no, I just didn't like how he came at her. And that's why I'm like, mm -hmm. I, he could have handled that better. That's it. We love uh, Swole. Yes. Sawyer says, uh, as cringe as the Brandy promo was, at least we can discuss her choice to say what she said and not that it was scripted by a 75-year-old white right. man. There, there uh, is a point there, and that's why I said I don't like this whole, you know, she's not black enough to do that because at mm -hmm. least she's doing this and making her own she's decision doing it. Yeah, to if, do if it. Her, it's not... 
it's if not the a Vivica white man Fox to do thing it. is her idea, I'm all into it. Like I, I love it more. Um, but if, if it was given to her by some white man, then it's crazy. That's it's that's also true. Goes. But you know what I mean? Again, this this promo was bad. Let's just, this this this, this, was this segment was bad. I'm, yeah, it's I and uh, Rojo Bear Twenty Four says, "You guys think Swole might be jealous of Jade? I'm not. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I'm probably not say that. I don't, yeah, right. that. I don't that, think that's what it was. It wasn't about that. Uh, so really quick, with all that's happening right now, I think uh, somehow, some way, we just all kind of forgot that." There's a pay per view tonight. Dun, 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 dun. What is and, that? Dun, Who's on uh, that? Where's that? So WWE, the Migos are gonna be there. That's dope. Yeah, like WWE Day One live from Atlanta, Georgia. ATL Shouty. Uh, the State Farm Arena. Uh, yeah, it's Madcap Moss and uh, fucking Drew McIntyre Drew Mc- are wrestling. That's awful. That's raw. What, who would want to see that? How the mighty have fallen, man. Oh, my I could, goodness. I feel bad for Drew. Right. Like, because to me, I was like, look, Drew won the Royal Rumble in front of an audience, right? That was but this then, year. That was last year. So oh. I mean, two years ago, right? Two years ago. That was 2020. Mm. Won the Royal Rumble in front of a crowd. Big crowd. Uh, massive crowd in Houston at that. And then, uh, of course, audiences went away. So he had to win the title literally in front of nobody. Then they uh, bring in the Thunderdome, and he gets to win the title a second time. He's a two-time WWE champion. A lot of people forget that because uh, people forget that Randy Orton. What you know, for, for some reason, that whole argument I was having with people on the Randy Orton thing, like twenty people said to me, "You know what you're discounting is that Randy Orton is a 13-time champion." And I thought, one, y'all don't even know he's a 14-time champion because you keep forgetting <laughs> that he won the title for like two weeks last year, right. and. It was so unmemorable. Nobody remembers. No that. one cared. He won the Nobody title again. Um, but anyway, the uh, and then you know Drew loses at WrestleMania the first the, with the the first WWE event with fans back, and then he loses his last shot at the title, and we're just like done. Like it doesn't mm. feel like like I know some people say no, he's probably going to be the challenger for Roman, and maybe he is. Ain't no way he wins. There's no way in hell he is in a position to win. I feel bad for Drew McIntyre. But I will say that the card overall um, is interesting. Uh, (laughs) Like, I think the Fatal 4-Way could be good. I'm not a massive fan of... Who's in that? I don't know anything. <laughs> it's Biggie. Biggie. Oh, the main event. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Biggie, well, no, the main event is Seth Reigns. And, no, the main event is Reigns and Lesnar. Like we know that. But, oh, that. Ugh. But the WWE Championship: Biggie, Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley. It's um, as long as no one has COVID. I think that mm. could be good. Well, Seth Rollins did. It'll be sure. good now. Um, I think that could be good. Of course, I prefer singles matches. Uh, I. The outcome big... going into Royal Rumble was just like, ooh, this could be anything. Like, they could go any direction for th- with this four-way. I used to, like, really love multi-person matches until they started to all feel the same to me. Right. And, uh, and now I'm like, you know, if I can get the best one-on-one match possible, give me a one-on-one match. Give me that. Um, and so the more people they added to this, the less I was, like, into it. Uh, but that said, I want to see Big E get a win. Um, 
somebody pointed out that Big E has come out on top of two Raw since becoming champion. The one uh, <laughs> uh, come out on top, the one where he beat Bobby Lashley and the one where he beat uh, the Egg, um, Austin Theory. And I thought, that's it. He's been champion over 100 days. What do you mean? That's <sighs> big mm-hmm. sigh. Okay. But again, um, I just want to see Big E win. I want to mm-hmm. see Big E look good. That nothing would mean more to me. Right. Um, and yeah, Reigns versus Lesnar. I don't know. I feel like the Heyman stuff is a swerve. I feel like he's going to low blow Lesnar or something and then reveal that he still has Roman's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel like this is getting a decisive finish. I feel like it's going to WrestleMania. And, it definitely uh, is. Definitely. Uh, We're all so excited about it. I think mm-hmm. hard thing is we've seen this match a million times. Could still be good. Right. Seen it a million times. I'm curious to see what they come up with new. Because mm-hmm. the New Day is facing the Usos. That is probably going to be another fire match between but the But they've I, we've legit seen this match ninety-three times. We have. Ninety-three so, times. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm curious to see ninety-three times what they come up with new this time. Uh because it's always a great series. I love the Hell in a Cell. It's one of my favorite Hell in a Cells and deserves to be in the Hell in a Cell conversation. Uh and Imagine if the Young Bucks just kept wrestling the Motor, Motor City Machine Guns. Like They never wrestled any other tag team. They only wrestled this one tag team. And their catalog for you to compete with another tag team is, well, they had really good matches with this one tag team. Suck yeah. it. Yes. Uh, we've got Edge versus The Miz. Um, no one cares. I got, Look, here's the thing, man. I... <laughs> Look, I'm ready for Edge to feud with Kevin Owens. I think that'll be good. I do think, like, I I love Edge, and I think he is. Uh, the Miz wasn't it for me. The 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 direction that they took with like you're still the little Miz earning your keep. Shut up, dude. What, what, yeah. How long has the Miz that? been around? Like, we're past Come on, that. Man. Miz. Uh, it's a wedding segment on Raw this week. You know, if you just left the lights red. Nobody would have questioned the brood bath. You didn't have to turn them back on and reveal that, like, oh. you dropped mm-hmm. motor oil on them. Um, right. Like, the brood bath was always blood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, okay, we can't show blood on TV. Fine. Keep the lights red. And then you right. didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. could have just, it would have just been implied. They but didn't want to they... invoke that uh, fiend energy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan. I don't know, man. Uh, I think Becky's definitely winning this. I think Becky mm-hmm. is winning. Mm-hmm. I think we got to get because uh, I think they're going back to Bianca and Becky at WrestleMania this time. For the right. title. Hope. Um, uh, I hope. Uh, and what? That's like the card. There's RK Bro versus uh, the Street Profits too. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it tonight, and that is going to be on Peacock. Uh, so yeah, we'll be watching. But you know what? We also have our number one topic. Number one. Did you vote? I hope you did. Because Black Wrestling Awards, we have winners. 2021 year end awards. I got about 500 votes. Shout out to you guys for like Ooh. voting, saying what's up, putting in your own answers, all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to announce a couple of these little winners. First up, the Wrestler of the Year. It was a, it was a pretty tight race, but not really. The number one 
choice got a lot of votes. It was far and away for this person for a lot of the time that it was up. Number one wrestler, the winner of the 2021 Royal Rumble match of the year at WrestleMania. Bianca Belair has been officially crowned the number one black wrestler of 2021. Shout out to Bianca Belair, man. She had a crazy, incredible year. Um, I was at that WrestleMania match. It was incredible. One of the best matches of the year, hands down, not WWE or anything. These two women tore it down. She won the Royal Rumble. She had a great run. SummerSlam, things haven't been so great since then, but she's still been doing it. She had some great times with Dewdrop. Oh, God. Great times with Dewdrop. (laughs) Sounds wild. (laughs) I can't believe it. Bianca Belair is the number one. Bianca and Belair she is the number one wrestler. And she absolutely should be. I think yeah. she did it all in um in spite of really like insurmountable odds. I think mm-hmm. that um I don't necessarily feel like WWE did the work to get her there. Mm-hmm. And uh I was like almost afraid of that because I just felt like they just kind of dropped her in and were just like, Hey, here she is on SmackDown right. and uh love her and she's gonna win the Rumble. I didn't feel like they did the work the way that you would the way that they did like a Brock Lesnar, right? Where right. Like, they were like, hey, Brock Lesnar's going to come in and beat all your fucking favorites, mm-hmm. and then he's going to beat The Rock. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like, you know, that's what I wanted to see for Bianca, and they didn't do that, and it didn't matter. She, mm-hmm. in spite of all of that, still came through, still the top, uh, still one of the best. Yeah. And uh, I love it. Uh, yeah. And even with that, uh, and I just watched the SummerSlam match the day before yesterday. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Even with that, which is still just the dumbest, most chump move you could ever pull on somebody you want to be a star. She's still over. She still overcame. She's yeah. still her her accolades just buried all that. That's awful, and they have to rectify it very soon. But you know, it is what it is. So yeah, rounding out the top five, number two, the WWE champion Big E. Number three, Leland Moriarty. Number four was Jonathan Gresham, and number five was Trisha Dora. Crazy great top five. Uh, all these wrestlers had great years, great matches. Um, it's great to be a black wrestling fan when there's not drama going on. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, tag team slash faction of the year, Shane Taylor Promotions, came in at number one. They had an, also a great year. I think when free people agents, talk about yeah, just became free agents. I think when a lot of people talk about independent wrestling and the year that it was had, most people talk about what Shane Taylor did, Shane Taylor Promotions did, and not only Ring of Honor, but a bunch of other different wrestling companies. So that was great. Number two was New Day. Kings of the Districts, number three. Shout out to Il O'Neal and Jordan Blade. They're incredible. Culture Inc. was number four. Great young tag team. Sean Dean talked a little bit about them. And then number five was the Street Profits. Uh, there's a lot of, I'm going to put up a, an extensive list of what happened. Uh, breakout star was Dante Martin. Of course, that was like pretty far and away uh, a choice because just of the crazy year he had. Um, he won move of the year too for all that shit he'd be doing. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, promo. The promo of the year was the tightest race out of all the uh, all the categories. Like a couple of votes, like five votes separated the winner. It was between for the entire time. Ricky Starks and Darius Lockhart were back to back to back to back the whole time, and then in the end, Darius Lockhart 
came out with the victory. I'm guessing it's because of what he did in the NWA. He opened a lot of eyes with those promos. Every time he does a promo, he has just the world on fire. So um, yesterday he said some things and it's just, uh, yeah. So um, yeah, Darius Lockhart, Ricky Starks, Billy Dixon also had an incredible year on the mic. Shane Taylor, Leo Rush. And the moment of the year, WrestleMania, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, Black Women Main Event, the most probably iconic thing that happened all year because that's crazy. So yeah, Black Wrestling Awards. Thank you guys for voting. Um, it's been a great year. There's a bunch of great matches, a bunch of great people. Next year is going to be interesting because this pandemic is still running wild. Shows are getting canceled. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to go back to Thunderdome type shit. Like it's, it's, uh, it's scary. So yeah, we're going to see what 2020 is all about. But 2021 was a great year for a lot of people. And uh, that's it. I think 2021 was a great wrestling year. It was. Um, and it was. I tweeted yesterday. I had more fun with wrestling. And I think part of it was because 2020, I went to one wrestling show in 2020. Mm -hmm. And then obviously everything was. I went to so many wrestling shows in 2021. Oh, my God. I, was yeah. I couldn't so, even think of all the shows. I know. I so 2021, as soon as I was able to, I'm like, let's fucking go. Mm -hmm. And I was everywhere in 2021. And I maybe spent. More money than I should have going to wrestling shows. Um, but I was everywhere. And I am going to continue to be everywhere uh, as long as I can be. Y'all got something coming up. Uh, yeah. Terminus. 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 Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Uh, Two we'll weeks. be in the Atlanta area supporting. Uh, and matter of fact, uh, I believe Baron just put up the card with everybody's match. on. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. And Phil, I, I think your mic got unplugged. I think you're coming through your laptop. Mm. Uh, -oh. uh but yeah we hmm. um yeah we uh it, it's 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 gonna be fun i'm right. excited never been to atlanta uh so ATL, great place great people great food like so uh, many good things about it yeah i will be there for terminus mm -hmm. uh and yeah so that's it yeah that's it for this edition of grapsity thank you for being here thank you for everybody for checking us out i don't even i just looked at my twitter notifications um <laughs> <laughs> there's so many mm. um i'm not ready to even uh open that can of worms up yet uh mm. but i want to thank everybody for being a part of this show being here on the show um and definitely come back next week we'll be here noon eastern 9 a.m pacific like i said montezzi's gonna be here we got get the we can you believe this crap city's got a calendar uh, we definitely have a calendar mm -hmm. of of stuff coming up we got guests coming up but montezzi will be here next week and uh always love talking with montezzi um he did my uh oh okay uh Hey, do me a favor. Because uh, I'm not in a position to... Uh, I'll do it. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> here. Apparently, we have another guest joining us real quick. What? <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. So, as soon as he clicks that link, uh, he will be joining us. So, I'm going to pair this so it looks good. Uh, let's go with... Let's turn off the... 
I don't know what's going on Let's here. Play. Things are just going happening and things yeah, are just Let's moving see if he forward. hurries up. Come on. I was trying to wrap up the show. Things are going down. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's in the meantime. No, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. In the meantime, let's turn our display names back on. In the meantime. In the meantime, let's read some some of the last of the 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 super duper chats because we got. I can't remember the last one that we read. Let's see. We got a few. <laughs> uh, damn, where's the the last one? Okay, here we go. Finally, uh, let's see. I got uh, Tony Khan is a CEO. He sounded very pro- unprofessional. Uh, that's from uh, Night Tracks. Uh, we got uh, Rob Sykes says, "I don't think TK is a racist or a or bigoted, but he needs to be checked and has to explain himself." Um, I think it's all pretty explained, but he does right. need to uh, he does need to address it. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think we've got to be careful because people throw racism around right. way too quick, and mm-hmm. I don't believe that what he said was racism. No, but it absolutely was a microaggression. Yeah, and, and that's why I feel like you know wrestling fans aren't the most nuanced when it talk comes to talking about race because it's either to one extreme to another, and I wouldn't call the guy racist. I don't have enough evidence to say that. Um, but I do feel like he could have handled it better. Yes. Hey, we have our guest, by the way. Oh, Baron Black. Oh, hey, Baron Black. What's up? Baron What's up? Black is in the building. Baron Black in the building. What's going on? Man? What's good, my brother? How are you doing today? We heard you just announced the Terminus card. It's lit. Uh, yeah, I just put the whole Terminus card out there. Um, I heard y'all actually shouting out Terminus, so I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me hop on. Cause I've, I've been listening to to the show for like the last hour or so, so I like, let me hop away here real quick and talk to my boys, Will, Phil, and Reg real quick. Um, appreciate y'all to you know putting the show out there. You know what Thank I mean. You. But I did I did have a I did have a question. Yes. You know I did have a question. You know what I mean? Because I'm just trying to trying to end this stream on a light note. You know what I mean? Like right. We had the discussions that needed to be had. Uh, Sean handled himself very well and was very professional about what he did and got the point across um, for a lot of us that are still actively working in Exactly. So, uh, Baron Black I, I was, is one uh, of these diversity people we're talking about that's out there in the trenches every week. Every week in the trenches. Um, and I was like, I wanted to end on a little lighter note. You know what I mean? Okay. So, this this is lighthearted. This is not that serious. I just heard you go over that whole list for that award thing, mm-hmm. and I'd be damned <laughs> if I ain't on that promo list. <laughs> I don't know how I'm not on that promo list. We got an issue. We got an issue right now because I'm not on that promo list. Look, I you know agree, what I mean. Man. I was willing all to forgive. I've been fire. I agree. I, agree. I, I, I was willing to forgive <laughs> all those damn bangers I don't put on all year on dark and elevation. <laughs> but you ain't gonna leave me off that uh, promo. Man. I mean, if we're keeping it real, a promo got you to the place, right? You did the promo. On exactly. I'm saying. Yep. I know. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I was not gonna sit back and let that one fly. <laughs> I just put it up. You know, 
So it's on y'all. It's on y'all. Yes, I agree. He's putting putting the heat on everybody else. Okay, I got you. I got you. You You know what I mean? But um, but yeah, I I I heard that. I was like, you know, I'm gonna have to go ahead. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Y'all follow Baron Black. Tell us a little bit about Terminus. Who are you wrestling that day? Oh, you know who I'm wrestling that. I just want to hear you say it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm wrestling the current Ring of Honor world champion, Bandito, one of the best luchadors Ooh. in the world right now. That's um, gonna be fine. And as I can see, it, it, as y'all can see, I can't now I have to go down the whole card because I just don't want to talk about myself. Because this, this, this show is <laughs> this show is very, very stacked and it's it's um it's something that's gonna be really, 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 really historic. And I want people to understand that this, this is history being made here. Um, and I'm glad a lot of y'all in this uh, chat right now are coming. You know, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I am upset that one individual is not coming, but I ain't going to get on him right now. But <laughs> I'm going to get on it right now. <laughs> you know, because damn, people, all people, the heat's people, on me, Baron. Come on, man. What did I do? No, no, no. I know people People got things they have to do. People got mm-hmm. prior engagements. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm just letting you know that we definitely wanted you to be there. You know, mm-hmm. got to let you know that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. Um, I'm having probably, it's not probably, it is the biggest match of my career because it's the first time I'm wrestling for a world title. That's so, it, yeah, me versus Bandito for the ROH World Championship is just something um, I never thought I would actually see happen. It's just something that just happened the way it did. It was, right. you know what I mean? No, I mean, Bandito did not plan to get COVID-19. So right. if that... Yeah, if that situation has not happened, then this situation doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Glad he's healthy. Glad he's healthy, and everything is good with him now. He's coming back to wrestling, and I'm looking forward to it. And you best to believe this is going to be the best version of Baron Black you ever seen because there's something hanging in the balance that I want that can never that's be right. taken aback from me, and that's mm-hmm. being a world champion. So, right. as the right. other part, <laughs> as the other part. You have probably, he's not probably, one of the best wrestlers in the world, the ROH OG title holder, Jonathan Gresham, Gresham. taking on the walking weapon, Josh Alexander in a pure rules match. I can't believe this match is happening. My brain is like, this is going to be wild. I can't believe I get to see it in person. Wow. That is going to be something absolutely incredible. And then we have a match that uh, I, I'm excited to see every match, but this match really like sticks out to me as well. Um, Lee Moriarty versus Jay Lethal. Mm. It's it's something. Jay Lethal is a is a very very good wrestler. Jay Lethal is I don't think he get a lot of credit for the amount of greatness he has done throughout his career. Um, I know everybody remembers a certain moment in Impact that's always replayed every once in a while, mm-hmm. but that's one of the most the, viral the, moments in like wrestling history. Yeah, so I, I talk yeah. to non-wrestling yeah. fans who know the woo off, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> right? Jay Lethal and Ric Flair more than they know anything else in pro wrestling. Right. Yeah, it, 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 Jay has had some incredible matches. He had 
incredible run as Ring of Honor World Champion more than once. And he's definitely one person that I looked at when I first got into wrestling, who was an inspiration. So to see that, a guy that I looked at, looked up to, taking on the Tiger-style upcoming guy, Lee Moriarty, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a match to watch. Um, next, we have uh, uh, Impact Digital Media Champion Jordan Grace taking on the Girl on Fire, Kiara Hogan. Ooh, um, and, 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 and that's just fire in its own. Uh, yep. Jordan being the great powerhouse with a little technical background that she has, how she how she uh, works in the ring, and Kiara, the girl on fire personality that she is, <laughs> and she's very deceptively quick. She has a lot of speed, bro. She's a lot of speed, and she can hit. <laughs> I don't think people realize that she can hit. So that's a match I want to see. Uh, I'm definitely excited for. I'm excited for this whole card. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's, it's really something unprecedented that we put together that I didn't think would probably ever be possible. Um, the other parts of the card is uh, uh, we have a terminal eliminator match where we have, mm-hmm. I believe, three of the most underlooked—I mean, overlooked—independent um, wrestlers right now, and that being JDX. Uh, mm. Adam mm. Priest mm. and Invictus Cash, mm-hmm. and I've been able to get to know these three individuals pretty well over the last year or so. Um, and I know these three individuals are very hungry, and they're they're gems in a way right now. And right. everybody's going to get a really good look and a really good taste of those three individuals. But they are in the ring with none other than Red Death Daniel Garcia. So. Independent wrestler of the year. <laughs> right. of the independent wrestler, wrestler of the year. Of the, year. Um, the man that really took 2021 and made it his year. You know what I'm saying? So it's that's going to be a really interesting matchup. And the, uh, the concept and the rules of that match will be uh, announced by Terminus, a Twitter account, in the next couple of days. So look out for that. Um, we also have another uh, wrestler I think is under the radar as well because she hasn't been in America that often. She did a little bit of work on the northwest side in Seattle, and that's Liza Hall. She's from Canada. Mm-hmm. And Gresham is the one that introduced me to her, and I watched some of her work, and I was like, the first thing I said out loud when watching is, where have you been hiding? because <laughs> she's that good like she's, mm-hmm. a, she's a very sharp technician and john has went on record to say she reminds him of zach saber jr so that's that's a big compliment to say she's taken on none other than probably one of my favorite wrestler on infinity scene right now in the kick demon Janai Kai. like i yes. I, I love Janai's Janai. tremendous love. <laughs> i love Janai, man i mean she's 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 vicious with it, and um, she's very good in the ring. So that matchup right there, I'm excited for that, too. Um, also, we have uh, Dante and Joe Keys teaming up. It's a team that they teamed together quite a few bit in Ring of Honor. Not people really knew that. Um, but they're taking on what can be viewed as almost a catch point reunion between the team of Tracy Williams and Craig Yeha. Mm. And... Them two teams going at it is really going to be interesting. You know, does a new young upstart team prevail or does the reunion between 
the catch point members prevail. So that's right. that's a real interesting one right there. And we have probably uh, probably the match that we're going to see a, a, a lot of tossing around on. And that's New Japan Strong's Alex Hoffman taking on Impact World Champion Moose. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people... I don't know. A lot of people have watched Alex New Japan Strong, but y'all need to go out and watch him. That that man is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and we know Bruce is a very, very uh, phenomenal in ring competitor, and he's a very deceptive, fast, and he likes to do a lot of flying stuff too. So mm-hmm. that's going to be a real interesting matchup there, and that completes the whole card right now. But there will be some things that you will want to tune in to see happen. There's some extras, huh? So, I, I can't say that's hot. That's hot. Hey, we're that's hot. We will see you in two weeks. That's a hot card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you to this. Yep. Thank you for being with us. Yeah. yeah. Black. Thank you for swinging through. I appreciate, yeah, appreciate that. that, that man. Was Thanks for coming to talk about cool. Terminus. We're looking forward to the show. It's going to be amazing. Good luck to all y'all out there. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And, and, and fix that list. I don't have to come for you. I don't have to come for you. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, folks, uh, there's a couple more super chats. Um, we got uh, Nicole says, love you, Reg. Uh, I seriously would love to see uh, Alex join you guys for a stream. Would be epic. You three are amazing. Appreciate um, you, Nicole. We also got uh, Dante says, uh, Swole's most recent tweet makes uh tk look bad for real for real haven't seen it we've been podcasting we've been podcasting um for three hours uh oh i suppose uh that should be how we wrap up the show (laughs) uh let's see what do we got here on twitter three hour pod look at those guys yeah okay uh okay Okay. It's an audio tweet. Uh, oh. There's going to be some stuff to listen to. Uh, and that's exactly what I am going to do. Uh, shout out to Rob. He said, I got to do commentary for a Lee Moriarty match. After the show, I talked to him about the Leland thing. He's going to get you ready. <laughs> yeah, Leland. That's not me. Shout out to Leland. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, folks, uh, that's it. We out. For real this time. It. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. That's it for this edition of Grap City. Join us next week uh, at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific uh, for Bill Lindsay. For Righteous Reg, I'm Will Washington. We'll see you next time and have a great afternoon. Peace and have a happy new year. Happy new year, everybody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.